Welcome everyone to Sharp Engine Podcast, episode four. Uh, I'm joined by no one else than my than my lovely co-host. Introduce yourself. Yeah, hello everyone. Welcome back to this amazing show with a beautiful new layout, huh, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it sick? It is crazy good. I love the new layout. I was so happy when I like just uh, just making it. I was like, this is gonna be, look really good. So, or like yeah, sure. I didn't the make Westers the as well. yeah I didn't make the layout I just added it in OBS Westers gets all the credit he's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing anyway Westers is like some like 16 year old whiz kid and like he made this thing for us and he sort of like refused to take payment from us for a little bit so if you ever want to like but obviously he does like great things like this and you know he has like very reasonable rates so if you want to um, get something like this for him if you want to do like a tournament thing or like even for your own stream, then we'll be good. Yeah. He makes he does like he makes like brand new logos and everything as well. And if you if he doesn't take payment from you and you don't pay him, then I'm gonna come for you. So he's gonna tell me. <laughs> same, you better, you better pay money. He tried sneaking away without taking payment, but we didn't let him. Yeah, it's not it's not it's actually crazy. Uh yeah. yeah. Uh but amazing new layout, shout outs to Westers. Um, I mean, I guess I'll shout out his, uh, his Twitter just real quick. Uh, just give me a second here. Yeah, Westers with three S's and an underscore on Twitter. So <laughs> please go ahead. Is it and just one underscore? Is it just one underscore? It is just one underscore, yeah. Um, he exercised some constraint from that. And then it came to the underscore front. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, here we are, and we do have some stuff to talk about. A lot of stuff has hap- happened since our last episode, um, mm-hmm. but I think the biggest one is um, what I would call our first kind of EU major, or like major in the way that we can have a major right now, where it's not like mm-hmm. it's not like ginormous. We didn't have any. US talent and we didn't have too many top players, but it was still like 200 plus entrants uh, HF LAN mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that We've had a few um, UK tournaments as well We've had notably a smash world tour qualifier was in the UK So mm-hmm. I guess we can just quickly go over that it was quite a while ago um, but we also have um, quartered, which was pretty. Quartered recent. as well. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Um, it was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Again, a pretty like small one. It's traditionally just like a monthly for South London, but it gets. It's weird because once in a while you get you get people like coming from all over because. To be honest, I don't know if it's. I think it's the case as well. All over Europe. I was about to say like I don't know if it's the case in Sweden, but it's everywhere in Europe. Seemingly that. There are not a lot of tournaments, so whenever anything pops up, people sort of clamber to go to it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially so nowadays. Put... Yeah, that's what it looks like for now. It is... We're not fully back to, oh, you know, we've got like a tournament every weekend or something like that, um, which is, you know, what it used to be in some summers in the past. Even like in some traditional like down like months, down seasons. But yeah, everyone's going to anything they can get to. So quartered ended up having some like decent talent from outside of london as well true so 
And then there's short pair, right? Which is upcoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. short so pair is coming. We this, might touch on that this weekend. It's this Sunday, yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's actually I'm pretty hyped to watch it. I'm gonna watch it from my local probably. Uh, I'm going to my local on Sunday or Saturday. Nice, I mean, nice. wait, uh, if it's on Saturday, then I will watch it on the local. If it's on Sunday, then. Um... No, it's definitely on Sunday, Sean. It's definitely on Sunday. Oh, okay, so okay. Never mind. You never can't. Mind, um, never what's mind. it called? Sad. You can't double dip on melee. You can't uh, double dip on melee. We on, usually on, have a stream, like a, a computer or like a computer, big computer screen at our locals that we can watch. Um, yeah, I like having that. You know. Yeah, but... unfortunate, but oh well. Um, can't can't win more. We also, I think, we never really have. Well, the last episode was quite a while ago. But I don't think we ever went over the myth results, did we? Because we no, did go. We did do myth was, predictions. Last episode was. Last episode, no. Last episode was myth results. Was it myth results? Okay, never mind. Yeah, we sp- actually spoke so long about. Okay, myth. yeah, that's true. Oh, I remember. I remember. talking about like a pool or something like that for like <laughs> half an hour, maybe. It was okay. actually a joke. Yeah, so myth but... has already happened, uh, yeah. but uh, basically a lot of UK stuff has actually popped up. Like we had Camp Cone, we had myth, and we had uh, quartered. We also had Nang. Um, so UK has definitely going to be another Nang as well. Yeah, like, another not the Nang. Week, but the week after that. Yeah, yeah. So so we had a lot um, of UK stuff, and I will say, just to do a nice little segue into uh, into talking about HF Land, there were a lot of UK players at HF Land. Uh, yeah, they were one of the bigger crews going there, like the the whole UK gang, uh, and I mm-hmm. managed to meet up with a lot of them because I was also there. I was. Um, one of very few Swedish players, but we all did pretty well. So yeah, it's gonna be fun to talk. To be about fair, it is just it is just next door for us, isn't it? So yeah, that's it's true. Just like, well, it's not it's not as close as like Netherlands or yeah. something. Wait, oh my god, I'm gonna be exposed in my geography. But like, <laughs> it's like fairly close. <laughs> it's fairly close. Yeah, you you can literally just drive across. Like, you don't need a passport or anything. That's um, crazy. I don't know if we. I think we needed. I think you did need a passport even before Brexit from the UK. But um, yeah. Yeah, it is like not too far from us, but you have to. Did you take a plane? I took a plane. Yeah, <laughs> I live in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can't just like. There's no yeah. fucking way I'm getting there through any other means. It's way maybe too far. there's like some speed like no, ferry no, that like goes no, across no, the water. No. You have to, but no, you you you'd crash into Denmark first, right? I'd have to go. Yeah, I had I had go, I, if you went across the water, I'd have to go from like um the. From south southern Sweden into mm-hmm. and then like cross the bridge from there to Denmark and then like drive Denmark Germany and then like the Germany path to um, yeah that's long that's to long. France that which is uh, I think that's pretty far anyway uh, <laughs> let's not get into that too much um, I that's a European that's a European like condition isn't it all these Americans are just like oh yeah we'll drive we'll take a plane but. We've got multiple countries here, so true, true. It's more um, of a predicament in that way. But yeah, um, I guess I'll just uh, talk about a few UK players who played at, um, or th- at least that I got to meet. Actually, it's probably. Do you want to start on the pre? Do you want to start on that the pre weekly? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, you have the brackets. We're linking a bunch of brackets to each other, so yeah, yeah. I, I only link the pre brackets. I can link the the pre weekly uh, as well. Do you remember its name? Yeah, FSP, Age of Land Edition. Uh, I can. I already have it open. No, I've, 
got it as well. Okay, cool. So uh, I went to this. It was on the Thursday before HFLAN. That's when I arrived. It was uh, later in the evening. And I got to meet Max for the first time. That was great. I got to meet Little Chief. Nice. Um, nice. Who else? I met. Um, Naproxen? Wow. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, I'll say. Any. So those were the names, the UK names that stood out for you. Uh, yeah, and because no, no pressure was also there. The thing is, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you speak to him? Um, I spoke to him at HFLAN. I don't think I spoke to him at uh, FSP. Not sure. Because the thing is, like, you know, it's sort of weird where you would expect all, um, like, all the top players are going. So maybe all the top players would, like, talk to each other. But ultimately... It's just like a weird like social C, so you end up bumping into and talking to whoever you talk to, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, but was... you did you did manage to speak to Max and Chief and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess it makes more sense since you're like more f friends with them, right? Beforehand, so yeah, like I I already yeah. knew Max. Of course, I wanted to talk to Max. Like we talked a bunch on <laughs> Discord. Uh, same with a lot of like the French people, of course, too. But like. <laughs> The, I felt comfortable with the UK players, especially since I'm like, <laughs> I'm already in a lot of discords with UK players, so it makes sense that I would like, uh, want to like meet meet with them IRL. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, Glake it was there too, and DJ PJ. Uh, oh. Just looking yeah. at the. Yeah, I remember D DJ PJ did a lot of like good traveling tweets where he like posted pictures and stuff yeah i thought it was fun he was like a travel blogger for the weekend yeah not even weird. for the weekend he actually made like a holiday out of that trip <laughs> and he was quite clever in that way that he actually did that because yeah. he was there for like a whole week before and he would like make these puns about like the different things that he saw right <laughs> so shout out to pj pj that's great oh, yeah uh but yeah i mean i guess the first thing if we we just look at the tournament results i should bring up the the first notable thing and that's a that's a specific name change that i uh that i can talk about we we do have uh, an uh, someone some people might be wondering who the fuck frank the fisher is and <laughs> yeah, i mean we, there, there is a little bit of a story behind that um but the the short version is basically Max got exposed for by his parents, I think, for going to too many tournaments. Uh, yeah, and then pretty much. Uh, <laughs> and because of that, he changed his uh, or like he got a, a smashy D smurf so he could play more like weeklies, I think. So pretty inventive, I must say. Yeah, He's actually, what a mastermind, huh? <laughs> so, what a mastermind of a child. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that to some of the children there in the chat, of course. You want to be positive role models and everything. I mean, but you know, good for him. He, you know, when there's a will, there's a way, right? I did, so, I did the same fucking thing when I was like. You did the same. You came up with a different tag. No, 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 no. I, I did. I did the thing where I was very sneaky about that I was attending tournaments when I started. Of course. Yeah. Wait. Wait. No. Sorry, you know sorry. what? There's one. Uh, oh no! I, I got dis plugged. I disconnected okay, my okay, headphones. Okay. 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 I disconnected my headphones, but it's it's fine now. Okay, cool. okay what was i saying no there was like one time where i went back to london and then i think my brothers were watching the nang stream and then they were like oh mom here's hassan he's on stream look look at him 
or I was like just walking around in the background and my mum was like, oh, you came to London, you didn't come see us. Your brother showed me like, your picture on stream. All that business. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sometimes you get exposed and sometimes you just have to, you know, find a way around it. So the, the congrats to Frank fucking... Fisher for... The, the yeah, I guess this, you? This, I to me what the fuck? Oh my goodness, he's yeah. actually such a snake. Do you mean he's got he's got his little movements in game, moves in real life as a thing? So, but yeah, I don't know what to say. But shout out to that guy. But anyway, that. Um, but yeah, yeah, he came. You beat him. I yeah. was. It was sort of, uh, uh, it was actually a pretty crazy set, uh, the first set or like yeah the first one the one that pip squeaked to you the yeah <laughs> I I I can say my first round or like the my first round was a DQ, um, second round was a pretty solid Falco player, uh, I think we went like pretty close but like was the first round sometimes like it's a little bit more shaky, uh, but he was definitely good. So I felt good like going into it because I had a good mentality. Like sometimes when I play someone I don't know and I'm getting like, I'm starting to lose a lot of neutral and stuff. And I usually, or like it's very common for me that I feel a little bit like oh, I'm playing bad right now. But I was like, I was feeling pretty good still. And then I played Charlon, who was like, um, well, I, I definitely knew Charlon. He's played a lot. He's got good results. Um... And he was. He got some really good results, especially like in the beginning of uh, net play, right? Yeah. Or the beginning also... of like coronavirus, like he sort of like started beating prof with like Mark and stuff like that. It was weird. He was also but... um, he was above me on the the 2019 Phoenix Blue ranking. Mm -hmm. I was, I think it was yeah. like 46, 40. He's quite well established. In... Oh, he was. You were yeah. 50, right? I was number 50, that's for sure. I remember sharing the same, like, article with him. Or, like, the same, okay. like, 50 yeah, to 41. Yeah, the same reveal post. Yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. was me, Fautanel, Charlon, um, Fru Lil Fruzy was there, uh, okay. and then a few others. Uh, Wait, is Lil Fruzy Frozen Light? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And they played Puff Pack then, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I remember, I remember. That's what's... Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah. no, Charlon's like been. I think he's been playing for like ten years or something like that. Yeah, he's old. And he's been. He's been on the. Fringe, yeah, yeah. yeah. The and he's call. been top ten for a long time as well. So it's been good for a while. I did notice he played mm. pretty old school, um, but I felt comfortable. I had practiced a lot of like I'd both practiced and theorycraft a lot against Fox before because I, uh, I know that's one of my weaker matchups and also a matchup mm. I really want to get good at. So. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I felt pretty comfortable game one. Game two, he like got a lead on Yoshi's, like got a pretty early kill, and then he like SD'd, and he was like, oh, no. Oh, and, and then that's yeah. that's when I started feeling good because I was like, okay, <laughs> he's definitely more nervous. <laughs> he than saw I. his reaction. No, yeah. yeah, because I was like, I'm definitely the less nervous one here. Like he, mm -hmm. usually like I'm, I all, all my time on offline, I've always been like the underdog. Like the person, mm -hmm. like the worst player in uh, in the interaction. So I'm always used to like me being the one who really wants to win. But it felt like he was a lot more nervous. Like about like like he treated me kind of in my head like I was the better player, and he like wanted to beat okay. me and not me wanting to beat him. So that mm -hmm. kind of gave me some kind of confidence that like okay he's gonna play more shaky in the the close situations, so I don't need to worry. You get that. 
you got that like overall vibe from him or are you saying like in that moment when he was that, in that specific moment or like just yeah. that's just the vibe i got and that doesn't gotcha, necessarily gotcha. need to be true maybe it's just like a tilt yeah. against peach or whatever or maybe that maybe the, the context is different but regardless that's how i felt in the situation mm -hmm. and that gave me confidence and then i just like played my game and mm -hmm. i think i like I either won last dock game two or something, but like it wasn't too close. Uh, yeah. But that, I that's gotcha. I'm probably reading. So it was, it was just it's the two way, right? Yeah, I'm probably reading okay. too much into it, but regardless, like I felt pretty good about that. Especially no, that's since, a big uh, thing. That's a big thing because like sorry, finish his sentence shot. I no, like I, I, I felt pretty good. Like uh, considering like Charlon in my head is like a pretty good player, and like uh, mm. the fact that I was like able to keep like mental. Like it, stay mentally composed and like not worry and just play and like not think about the game and nothing else. That was like good mm -hmm. for the rest of my tournament because I knew like that was a good day for me, um, mm -hmm. for sure. But on on what you're saying though, like what was it called? Um, that's a big thing where people tell themselves things about a situation in order to get them in the right frame of mind, right? Yeah. Like in competition in general, like. I remember even hearing like you ever watched the last the last dance shop, the documentary about the nineteen what was it called? The six time winning Chicago Bulls and they had these interviews no. with Michael Jordan. It's actually such a sick one, I recommended everyone to watch it. And so does Soften and Lunary. But um what's it called? Um, it's actually so like next gen. It's actually so not next gen but like next level like it's so good it's like you know anyway it sort of indoctrinated me into basketball and seeing like the smash pop, uh smash top did but in the interviews that they do with michael jordan like he's just some like mentality not so he'll just take a situation like i think one time a guy was walking past him like the manager for the other team walked past him in a restaurant where they were eating and didn't say hello and Based on that, he just told himself, like, oh, they disrespect me. They don't care about, um, you know, who I am and stuff like that. Trying to get a mental edge. And he just, like, switched it. Used yeah. that to motivate himself. Yeah. I remember I've done I've done things like that as well in the past. Yeah. But I think everyone does it. And it's just such a, like, natural thing in competition. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, after that, I had to play Max, who just beat... Uh, madness who's a pretty good luigi and i was like okay so i'm hoping like that means max is playing well so i remember our first game i was like because going into it i, I know that i'm like pretty good at the chic matchup by now and like i'm not too like worried that i'll and also i knew i was in a good mentality so i was like this is probably going to be a pretty good set if max is also playing well so yeah. like um our first game is on Yoshi's, and I go up like three stocks to one. I'm like doing really well. I'm playing really well, and then I like, I start overthinking it a bit, and then I like do some dumb like, I try to land on Randall, uh, with my parasol recovery, and then I died like forty because it like barely didn't land on Randall, mm -hmm. and then he makes a comeback and wins, and I was like, I, even then I wasn't too worried. I was like thinking, damn, and that was game one. Yeah, that was game one. So I was feeling like okay well max won that but it's like completely fine and also like max played well at the end like the, the last talk so i'm like not okay. too I don't is it normal in the matchup to, to start on yoshi's i just thought i just know know that i'm pretty good on yoshi's and uh it's a good it's a better state for chic for sure 
but like mm-hmm. my other choices are like start stadium or start battlefield and i prefer mm-hmm. i i just wanted to try yoshi's in that case um but he wins the first game with a three stock comeback and then i kind of destroy him on dreamland which is a good stake for peach i remember like three stocking mm-hmm. them or something um we play on battlefield and uh, the the third game and i'm like he's doing pretty well but then like he gets a two stock lead um and then i win anyway so i like come back to him or i yeah, come yeah. back on him and i'm, I'm like feel at that point i'm like i already felt like okay well i feel like i'm playing really good like maybe mm-hmm. maybe i'm able to like <laughs> Man, like if I keep playing like this, maybe I'll be able to win the tournament. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but Max, uh, the and then the fourth game is the one that ended up on Twitter, which is like a, he has a lead. I'm coming back. I have a lead, and then it's like the closest fucking set ever. Uh, like I think he had a ton of down throws, which he could have converted, but I just barely managed to take on the platform. And then we just yeah. like scrap, and then he gets off stage because of like a nair pressure that I did, and then yeah. like uh, he recovers with Zelda, barely comes back. I do like yeah, the I worst Zelda recovery as well. I do like the worst down air because I'm trying to kill him, and then he like four yeah. airs me for ledge, and I die. Um, yeah, it's nuts. It's actually so frantic, and it lasts yeah. for so long as well. Like you think to yourself, are they just gonna get like is someone gonna get like a strong hit at some point or something? But it just keeps on going. It's actually so excruciating. Like it's but, a, yeah. He took he took that game right. Yeah, he took that game. So, but yeah. I was like feeling good. Like it's funny because um, yeah, I you was... looked like at least from what I could tell, you're wearing a mask, right? Yeah, but I was like laughing. You to looked myself. very confident. Yeah, I was in like, I, was sh- I shook my head, or like, uh, I was nodding my head after the match. I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the best part about it was that the crowd went fucking wild throughout that last, like the whole last talk. Everyone was going yeah. crazy. And I love it. Even if, when a crowd is like against me, I love having a crowd because I feel like the set is important. And I love like feeling like I'm playing an important set. So you actually like, feel that way. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I love having a crowd. As in, you feel like it sort of locks you into a zone of it, like, concentration. It, I feel like the fucking main character. <laughs> Even if they're cheering <laughs> against me, it's like yeah. that's when I get in the zone because it's like I feel like when everyone's watching, it's like it feels so hype. And I get hype about yeah. the match. And then I get like invested in like doing stuff and like like playing. Yeah, that's actually sick. It's just it's just a lot of fun. I always have fun with a crowd, especially nowadays. I used to get like bothered by the crowd, but that kind of disappeared mm-hmm. after like I've been play- playing it's... for almost six fucking years. It doesn't matter anymore. So it's sort of a weird one where like some people just hate crowds behind them, and some people just really feel like yeah. pushed and motivated by people watching, and that uh... is sort of like a big thing. It's like a big buff if you're able to feel that sort of a wave of motivation by having people watching you yeah i mean i used to hate the crowd uh, or like i used to hate like feeling pressured but that kind of mm. changed especially since i went through a huge mentality change throughout netplay like playing okay. offline now feels fucking easy mode <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's crazy enough. but yeah game five That's quite interesting anyway moving on to that game five frank uh, frank the fisher versus sharp I'm like I'm as I as I said I'm feeling good that I know that people are watching and that it's a hype set, and then I just like roll him over on Fountain. I think he played like 
a lot worse on Fountain, but also I played like really well. Like no bad, like no super bad obvious openings. I just like keep chasing him and he's not able to keep up. So I like win that pretty convincingly at the end, which is pretty surprising if you look at the, the fourth game. But I like win that and I feel like, okay. But like next is Raul, who's like, Raul has beaten me twice at the time. Once in 2020 at a Save Us and Title tournament where he won like 2-1 super close. Like a long okay. time ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. But he also won 3-1 at Gamal, which he like... Okay. The, the last game of that one on Stadium is a, like a nail-biter. And I remember feeling okay. like, ah, I could have, like, I definitely could have won that set. I definitely th threw, And how, like, how recent was Gomu? That was, like, only a couple months ago, right? Yeah. Um, or, it was, was it like close summer. around the beginning of the year? Okay, summer. It was, like, summer, beginning of fall, maybe? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but regardless, like, I lost a Gomu set, which is, which is, like, recent enough. And I knew he was good. And also, in addition to that, I'd played friendlies with him earlier, and we went like, we went pretty even. But he definitely had a, like a slight edge. But I felt like I felt pretty confident still, or like I, I felt like I could keep up, could put up a good fight, even though I didn't felt like he was the favorite. Like um, when Max and I played, I felt like I was the favorite because okay. I, I'd won the last set against Max. Um, and you generally, you generally consider yourself like quite good versus Sheik as well, don't you? I used to be really bad versus Sheik, but then I practiced a lot at the matchup and I yeah. made it a focus point. And then I like started beating Tellman consistently. Um, oh yeah. And then I like when I, the last time I played Max, I just felt like really in control. So I was like, I was feeling pretty confident. I knew he could win for sure because he's a really good player. But I also know like he's he's not as good at the Peach matchup as I am as good at the Sheik matchup. Um, and like. Also, we're in similar skills, so I felt like I had the edge. Um, and also, I had grinded a lot before the tournament, so I felt like if Max is even a little bit lazy, I'll, I'll definitely have an edge. <laughs> something maybe. Yeah, but anyway, he's more exploitable in that area. But when, yeah, when it comes with... when it comes to the role set, I felt like he had the edge because I'm. Well, I've been struggling a lot against Fox players, Ricks specifically, but also like uh, every Fox. Um, gives me a scare uh in europe like even the mid-level foxes can can be scary for me um but i did go into that set like i could win especially if i play well if i get like, a few like really good punishes and then i started playing and i noticed he was being really animated like in his expressions kind of similar to charlon except a level above that and the crop was definitely on in in general or like when he was frustrated like in general, or like a, a, when we were playing the set. So like I would like, he would do an SD and he would like shake his head violently or like, ugh, like be visibly mad at himself for making mistakes. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. that just made me feel like, okay, I I think I have a mental edge right here. Like I'm, I'm super composed. Like boss. I'm like, you I, I feel felt, like you're in charge. Yeah, I felt like, um, I definitely felt like I had a lot of composure and that nothing bothered me. Like sometimes when the other player is tilted, I'll feel a little bit like demotivated or like demoralized because it's like, 
I want I don't want them to feel like mad playing me, right? I want them to have as much yeah, fun as can, I can. If someone's sort of like really emoting, it can sort of make you feel uncomfortable as well, can't it? Yeah, but oh. at that time I was just like feeling like I I was feeling pretty good about it just because I knew that I was like that gate I I had the high ground in that situation. In that mental situation, I had the high ground. So I just yeah, like high ground. I win game one, it's like not too close. Or like I maybe it was pretty close. I win game one and I win game two. And then he like he destroys me game three, but I make a comeback. And I remember the crowd was like cheering for him. Like Ale Raul, you know. The classic. Yeah, the classic and, French one, yeah. Uh, then I also remember um, he 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 didn't seem to take it as well. Like I think I feel like he was being more pressured by the crowd. And again, this is just my like oh, mental assumption. By the chanting yeah, yeah, I feel like sure. he didn't take it too well, and I was taking it really well. Like I was just, as I said, I loved that people were watching the set. Like that gave me a really good feeling. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so. It's such a good position to be in, isn't it? Yeah, it's where all good... of these people are like doing their best to push someone in, like <laughs> to like support someone, and it's all just coming into like it's all just becoming a positive thing for you and a negative thing for them. Yeah, like uh, what an amazing situation to be it, in. Huh? It's it's an actual superpower. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, but regardless, so, but expectations for them and everything. Regardless, but, he wins. Yeah. He wins game four. I almost make a comeback. I like get a good punish, but then he like does a, does a CC up smash. He doesn't look too happy about it. I feel like he was thinking, "Damn, I almost let like sharp comeback there, or something like that." But yeah, on FOD, I do make a comeback. I like I'm down okay. two stocks to one. I'm just like, and then I get a hit, and I never let it go. Like um, I just keep like putting him in disadvantage, and eventually he just dies. And then I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm in grand finals, winner side. So I like I feel great about this. Um, to be honest, do you really think that was that unexpected for you, shot? No, I don't feel like okay. it was like super unexpected. But it's I still went in with the mentality that Raul is favored right now in this mm -hmm. current moment. But mm -hmm. I know I can do it. Everyone knows I can do it. But I have to still like do my best. And like I can't, I can't like uh, like how drop. long do you think it's? Yeah, sorry. I, I I just felt like I couldn't drop my focus for even one second because as long as soon mm. as I get sloppy, I'll lose for sure. And how long do you think it's been like? You've just been slightly behind him, in terms of how people consider you, on or in terms of even like how how what your ability is because I feel like, you've gotten like I don't know if it's like a if you feel like it's a recent thing. But to me, it seems like you've really shot up quite a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So Raul would have probably been like the favorite by a lot, like up until very, very recently, you know? Yeah. Um, or at least that's how I feel. I feel like that's what the European consensus might be as well. No, but you sort of like popped up a bit. That's yeah, probably like. pretty accurate. Like, I mm -hmm. think that the last half of the year has been like definitely the, the time where I shot up a oh. lot in skill. But, yeah, gotcha. Um, like especially, Wait, I start... Sharp, can you see me? No, I'm seeing OBS logo. <laughs> oh, no, not this again. Wait, I think my, I think my, I think I. Your sound quality is worse too. Yeah, that's not surprising. 
Wait, let me try something. Okay. But yeah, no. But yeah, I, I'll just keep talking if that's okay. Yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, go. go. Okay, yeah, perfect. The sound quality is nice again, by the way. But okay. uh, yeah, um, I feel I like I got better at the second half of the year, uh, especially when I started getting top eight at the same tournaments. And then like, um, it all like kind of culminated in like uh, my last same tournament result where I like beat Frenzy, beat Lavingi, like did really well. Um, and I feel like after that, people have had a much like higher perception of my skill level. But like, that's definitely the point where I, I'd still say people were like, okay, Roll's probably a bit better than Sharp. Some people would probably like disagree as well. Like I know that Roll is underrated. Uh, in a lot of uh, uh, for a lot of players at least in my opinion I think Roll is really really good and I feel like he has uh, the potential to be even better but regardless like yeah, I, I think that if someone would th consider me having passed Roll it would only have been very recent uh, when it comes to results and skill and whatever yeah uh, of course regardless uh, I get it to winner's finals grand side uh, or Winners, uh, grand finals, winner side. Oh my god, I flopped that so hard. Anyway, I, so I'm sitting pretty there. I'm just waiting. I'm fine with playing Max. I'm fine with playing Raul. I'm not expecting anyone else to make the run. Maybe Charlon, yeah. but I don't think so. Like, yeah. Raul has an iron grip on the French community, the, the French, French scene. Yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah like, Mahe might have been able to make the run, but like he wasn't there. So, um, but Lil Chief has a pretty good run. Lil Chief beats Neko Kaze, beats Art. I think it's pronounced Art or Arty. I think it, is it Art or Arty? Yeah, something like that. The, the guy the, that made the um, the polling fix, right? Yeah, exactly. The same person. Yeah. It's a Peach main, so yeah. Or actually, no, Arty lo loses to. Uh, that's actually Glykid's run. Um, oh wait, Lil, at, Chief, yeah. Lil Chief run is so so they 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 cross paths in top eight. Oh uh, yes, yeah. Yeah, so so Glykid beats Nekokaze and Arty uh, or Art, uh, and Lil Chief beats Ping the Luigi main, pretty good, and also beats Nova, uh, I think ranked in France Marth main, and then Lil mm -hmm. Chief actually beats Glykid, which I think is uh, I think would be considered an upset, but like pretty close in skill still. Like fairly Before close. The tournament, yeah. Little yeah. Chief, we can talk about a lot. Maybe, maybe we'll mention a little bit about him. Maybe yeah, we won't yeah. actually, but, but he I, sort of I, just like the trended little... up. But you think we will? But yeah, Little Chief. I, I can like... already mention that he he did really well. This uh, local, mm -hmm. like he was not seeded to get fifth, but he did get fifth, losing to Max, and also lost mm -hmm. to Madness, who's a really good player in general. Uh, yeah, Luigi man. Yeah, uh, but Little Chief uh, had a little bit of a run at this tournament. And we, we'll talk about him more, for sure. Okay, cool. Fair um, enough, fair enough. We'll shadow him. Yeah, and then uh, Charlon beats Madness in Silo, which he lost to at the last FPS local, FSP local, I think. Mm -hmm. So he definitely kind of redeemed himself there. No pressure, yeah. unfortunately, losing to Madness the round before. But Yeah, it's rough. That yeah. guy, he's, he's been like Captain Nebula in the UK, but I think, um, even I, took a game of Madness, but... Yeah. Apparently, people have been really saying a lot of good things about Madness recently. Madness is, I'll talk about Madness. I'll talk about Madness, <laughs> but he's fucking sick. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, um, yeah. Charlon beats Madness in Silo, loses to Max. I think that was very convincing. And then Max role play, which Max has won multiple times before. I think Max has even taken tournaments over role, like online tournaments. And Max wins that set uh, to get into grand finals. Uh, so <laughs> it is a little bit sad because Raul was like dominating the FSP, the, the S F yeah FSP locals before. Like he never lost one, and then he uh, wait literally never. He's never lost a. I don't think the FSP locals FSP has been uh, going, going on for, on too, for long. too long. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I do know that like the commentary talked about like when I beat him, they talked about like this is the first time Raul has lost like a FSP yeah. local. And I was like, Wait, yeah. did you get the commentary? I swear it was all French commentary, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no. Was it mostly? It, it was, was like French it wasn't French commentary at all with the pre-local. Wait, you, no, you're talking yeah, about, the side talking stream. about the side stream. Side yeah. stream, like self gaming, right? It's because it was on the same stream, right? It's the same stream, yeah. Yeah, uh, if anyone wants to check the boards, but but yeah, regardless, the so it's UK versus Sweden grand finals, and I think, yep. I think Max was playing like, he was still playing pretty well. Every game was close, um, but I win three one. I think I win mm -hmm. two times on Battlefield, or like one time on Battlefield, one time on Yoshi's, uh, something like that. And then I lose on Stadium, win on Dreamland. So it's mm -hmm. like, so that was a really good win actually. I'm really happy about that. Um, mm -hmm. Like already, like that. That's the first. Like, I will say, this France trip was, like, the first time I've ever gone out of the Nordic countries for uh, Smash. Uh, if you if you don't, unless you count the Ireland tournaments, which are, like, all smaller right. tournaments. Like, I never went... You went to, to, you went to like, Unification, right? Unification was still, like, 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Because it like, it's, like, a smaller thing as part of, like, part of, that's part of a bigger... Irish FGC event, right? It wasn't like a schism or something. Yeah, it was like a b pretty big ultimate tournament, which, by the way, I beat one of their power rank ultimate players. A little nice, bit of flex. Nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, otherwise, like, uh, yeah, it was definitely a very small melee tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. So this is your proper, like, yeah, trip. Beyond, big, big first real. Yeah, like the only other tournaments I've been to, like big tournaments were Valhalla 2 in 2019. I've been to Phoenix Blue 2 in Sweden 2019. And also uh, Vivaldi, which was in Norway. In also Norway, 2019. Yeah. I did pretty okay at the time at all of those. Oh, and uh, also just uh, gonna, Let's go. gonna shout out Larster real quick. Um, we can probably skim over the, the local that happened today after we talk about HF land. Uh, yeah. We did have a pretty... We're adding more to the menu, but... Yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah I mean, it's just us two, right? So, mm. why not? not well. Why not? Uh, but regardless, just to finish the thoughts, uh, like, one of my first, definitely my first big, like, melee tournament trip outside of uh, the homelands, I would say. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm really happy already that I was able to win the tournament, the the pre, the the pre Age of Land local because it was like not only the biggest like I think it's the biggest IRL local I ever won, like numbers wise. Okay. Yeah, it was quite big. 
Yeah, it was like uh, 30, 33 people, uh, according to okay. the attendee list. Um, You've never had more than a... Oh, I guess you might have been at one, but you haven't won it, right? So yeah, it's pretty yeah. Big. I have been at like a lot of... like. I, I almost never won locals back uh, before quarantine. Um, yeah, it makes sense, to be fair. But I've definitely been at bigger tournaments and bigger locals. Mm -hmm. uh, but regardless, I did win that one. And it was also the most stacked tournament I've ever won. Uh, it was like, well, that's actually a big W. Are you talking yeah. about just online or, uh, online, or just online or? Online, it's debatable. I probably won more stacked tournaments. But Raul and okay. Max is definitely a pretty huge win. Definitely, yeah. Uh, and Charlotte, really uh, And you did it so convincingly as well, right? It, I so mean, the, the max sets the were one pretty winners close. Max set, yeah. And the, I, I considered the role set, set pretty close. 3-1. Okay, fair enough. But yeah. it's like, a, yeah, I, I, mean, I didn't drop a set or anything, so... Mm -hmm. uh, not to flex too hard, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a lot <laughs> no, of... No, you were playing really well, yeah. Yeah, that was okay. a lot of fun. I, I especially liked just meeting everyone. It was the first time I ever talked to Max. It was the first time talking to Lil Chief, and I got to talk to those a lot. I also met a lot of other people, like the the French community, as I mentioned a little bit. I played friendlies with Roll before the tournament. Uh, mm -hmm. Talked to him just a little. And did bit. you actually like? Did you fly into like France, and then that's the first thing you went to do, or were you around for a little bit, or what's happening uh, there? No, so so we flew in to. Uh, Charles de, I think it's pronounced Charles de Gaulle. Uh, the, yeah, Charles de Gaulle. Yeah, yeah the, the airport. And then we took the, the train to Paris. Uh, Paris. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we went to the hotel. We were supposed to get, we were hoping to get early, in to get into the hotel early. The check-in was at like one, but okay. we got there like 11. Uh, but okay. we weren't able to get in, of course. Wait, um, wait, are you talking about on Wednesday? Or are you talking about on Thursday? Thursday. I did get there okay. on Thursday. So, yeah, so I, we okay. tried to get into the hotel. We weren't able to. So we went to cafe and just waited there. Oh, uh, so you're way too early then? Yeah, like two hours early. Uh, okay. But that's fine. I mean, we chilled. Uh, and then I uh, got into the hotel, rested a little bit. And then like the tournament started later. Um, like at, I think, around 7, like 6, 7. Uh, PM. Yeah. So we uh, so we did get there on the day of the tournament, but it was like. And who's uh, we? Like who are you traveling? Yeah, it's uh, it's me and my dad. Uh, oh. I traveled shit. together with my dad. Nice. Uh, he nice, didn't nice. attend any of the tournaments, but uh, I knew he, he wanted just, like, to. Him out. Yeah, 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 just hung out with him whenever I wasn't at the tournament. It was pretty nice. Nice, nice. It's um, nice, yeah. And then, uh, so on the Friday after the tournament. I uh, basically <laughs> was at my hotel the whole day. I was maybe planning on like playing a little bit ro with the role, but uh, the plans didn't really work out. So I took the day and just rested, which was fine too. I looked at a few Armada videos on my, my cell phone. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so I still kind of warmed up. You were sort of like, what did he say? I think he said at the time like, you were just like waiting, you're just like chilling by yourself. And I was, I think I said something like, you're like Goku in like the water, you know those that, that, like chambers oh, yeah. cleaning up or whatever. It's like because yeah. I slept through almost the entire day. <laughs> yeah. Because I was really yeah, tired while from people the, like the flight. going and like doing tours and stuff like that, you were just like sleeping and chilling and waiting <laughs> and watching your Armada videos. Yeah. No wonder you did so well at like the tournament. But, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Friday was the first day. Or the Saturday was the first day of the tournament. So I took... And they just said pools on that day, right? Did they not do any bracket? There was only pools that day, yeah. And that also okay. was doubles bracket. Oh, so... yeah, of course. Yeah. We teamed with Falt, right? Yeah, I teamed with Falt now. Uh, mm -hmm. We were actually supposed to team at Myth, but... Mm -hmm. You know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> just by that one. Anyway, yeah. the people who know the context know. Um, yeah, but I did go to the venue a little bit early. I wanted to be early, and then we had to wait. They, I think, they had some toing stuff to do, so we waited for a while, and then we waited. There was something that happened, wasn't there? And then we waited, and then we finally event. got let in like thirty minutes past when we were supposed to get in. But that's fine. We just okay. This was this was before the incident, yeah, right? Before the incident, I'll get okay. to that. Um, so then we get in um i uh, so um uo actually comes up to me and he's like and, and we actually decided beforehand that we were gonna money match <laughs> we're gonna yeah, money yeah, match yeah. kirby versus bowser my kirby versus his bowser it was like a really small yeah. amount but so so we uh -huh. went to play on the setup like uh, immediately when we got in we got our bands and then we played like one stock, the, the nastiest stock of my Kirby's life, by the way. I absolutely decimated U.S. Bowser, that one stock. Just Does this shot Kirby have a name? Yeah, Kibi. It's, uh, it's the piss Kirby, but it, it's the, okay, the canon nice. name. Nice. It's the canon okay. name because it's um, if you look at Kirby's dream course, uh, the other Kirby, okay. the player two Kirby is a yellow Kirby named Kibi. So that's my Kirby. Okay, I see. Okay, that makes that's sense. A, that's, yeah. that's, that's at least the, what I decided back in like 2016. Um, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Anyway. Nah, that's actually some Nintendo lore. Yeah. Thought, yeah uh, anyway, after my first stock, uh, a TO comes up and says, you, you're not allowed to play on the setups yet. So we get thrown out. We get to wait outside. Or like the outside, like inside the venue, but like outside the playing area. And then we wait for a while. And then we get brought into like a theater uh, where the mainstream was, by the way. This is when they had like two, they had two, two CRT setups. And like you can see it on the stream. And then there's like a big um, yeah. uh, projector where the gameplay is shown. Uh, but... So everyone was brought into that one theater. Yeah, to, like, yeah. The people are... There. It's I... easier to like move them apart, I guess. Yeah. So I, so I sat down mm -hmm. with a few others, a few UK people, I think, if I remember correctly. Um, and people are just going in and we're waiting. So there was a lot of waiting at the start for sure, which I understand because like the, of course, not, ev uh, not everything is like, it's not easy to like do everything on the spot. So it's easy to like, just like go a little bit over time when it comes to preparations, but we were waiting. We were basically what we were waiting for, by the way, was that they were going to do like COVID instructions or like rules. So they were uh, gathering everyone there. And I think they were also waiting for a lot of people to arrive because they wanted to like let as many people know about like the mask rules and stuff. Yeah, uh, I got gotcha. So we're all getting in there and it looks like everyone's basically arrived. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's probably going to start soon. It's probably going to start soon. So, so we start yeah. seeing like smoke 
and it's like oh, and, I, and the first yeah. thing we're seeing, thinking we're like asking each other like what is this song is it like are they gonna make like a grand <laughs> entrance like <laughs> like a oh, like a big like i don't know we weren't and then it was like i, I was smelling you're seeing the smoke for like a while then oh, like a no no, no no it's like it's just starting to show up and it's like okay and then i like i asked like I, I'm, I'm like smelling it and like this, this like smells like actual smoke like not fake smoke not, not like yeah, a smoke yeah. machine it smells like actual smoke so so we're like asking like is this is this a fire <laughs> something on oh, fire man. and then we're just like we're just gonna wait here <laughs> i don't know what's going on yeah. and then eventually they're like all right everyone's gonna leave <laughs> after telling us to wait and we sit there for so long and they're like you gotta leave and then we find found out that it's a it's a phone battery that exploded yeah um, so wait so you smell the smoke yeah you tell i people was around you that you're smelling smoke and you think it's like real smoke right yeah I'll, and well, then you're I was just, just confused like, all sort of, like calm and just like no, yeah, no one like there's no stampede out of the theater or anything no we just, weren't like, everyone's just orderly well first of all there isn't a lot of smoke it's not like filling up the room or anything gotcha, gotcha. it's just like a small no. little smoke cloud and then also yeah, okay. it's like we weren't it's no fire is visible at least from me like okay. it was on the in the front row and i was sitting like way over here like i was sitting like pretty far away and we okay <laughs> and according to yoa we we're also told to sit still yeah uh, in the beginning okay. we were told to sit still i don't know if they told us that when the smoke showed up but regardless like eventually they told told us to get out and nothing really happened but that's basically the way we started Oh, there's stories about a chair setting on fire. There was actually no fire, right? No Is fire. At least no okay. fire that I saw. I like looked too. Like when I went past it, I like looked for a fire. Like, is there a fire? But I didn't see any. That's at least. Oh, so my... it was behind you. That was. No, no, no. It was on the front row. Okay. Gotcha. I was behind the okay. fire, and then I went. Like when we went to the door, that's when I looked. Like when I looked, went past it. You got peeking. Okay. Okay. No, no. I see. Okay. Gotcha. They didn't tell it's still mid fire. Yeah, exactly. But okay, gotcha, gotcha. Basically, after that, it's like 30 minutes past when doubles is supposed to start. and Because we've been wait, waiting for so long, which is like... Mm. And then they just tell us basically, okay, now we... And then they like quickly explain the rules in the playing area instead. They used like a mm -hmm. megaphone. Um, and then we mm. just like started playing doubles. So... Um, yeah, it makes sense that all of the schedule would be pushed back because of what you're saying and the smoke and the waiting and stuff like that. Yeah. They ended up cancelling crews as well, right? I would think that was going to happen, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's understandable. Cruise was, like, cruise was supposed to happen later, but it was like, first it was supposed to happen later on Saturday, but then like, mm -hmm. it was, like we didn't, the, the, the thing was that we didn't really... Although that we started past schedule, it definitely ended way before schedule because they had like left pretty big holes, like for uh, lunchtime and stuff. So they still managed to get everything on schedule, which was pretty pretty great by the the tournament organizers and very smart too, that they set up the schedule like that. Um, but doubles started and it, everything went pretty well. They had a lot of setups. I don't know. How many set? I mean, you EU tournaments always have a lot of setups, but I was definitely yeah. very happy with 
the playing area itself. It was a very good playing area. Uh, like there even like there were all almost always free TVs as well. Like if you wanted to play friendlies, um, there was like playing areas in the back too, like close to the P plus uh, may or may not be P plus setups uh, on the way back. Yeah. It, but there were a few there. Was it, that, was, was, like, it that, was it that like sort of whole thing where it was just like a row of? It was just the room was like a row, and you had those like windows, and like on the balcony you had the the set the side stream setup, right? They the yeah they, yeah yeah they had was like it that room was that the playing area? Yeah, they had yeah yeah they had like a lot of rows of setups, and then as yeah, you said, they had like, like a balcony, rows. which I was never up there at the balcony. You didn't get a stream there. You're no, no, no! I was only on the main, mainstream, main stage. Okay, yeah, yeah. gotcha. They only put sharp on the the big, the big screen. <laughs> yeah, on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. But um, regardless, uh, my doubles pool was pretty fun. We had uh, like only floaties. <laughs> oh, so it was just they did a pool as well. It wasn't just straight doubles bracket. Oh, it was it was pools brackets, uh, bracket pools. Bracket okay, pools. bracket pools. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, so my first round is a chic. Puff uh, versus, by the way, Peach Peach. Yeah. So, um, okay. But we kind of destroy them, and then uh, our next round is either Luigi Puff or Peach Puff, and the the, okay. pe the Peach Puff uh, to uh, Dutch players uh, Tommy and and Tata uh, actually made the upset, so we got Peach 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 and Puff uh, on the mainstream. Uh, gotcha. Uh, was that a... yeah it was wasn't it because yeah i remember i remember tommy and tata yeah because there was also like was it renzo and nvz who were teaming or something like this they weren't in our pool um okay gotcha because no i remember there were two dutch teams obviously Fatal's on your team as well yeah. um it's also dutch but i remember there were two dutch teams who were against you yeah. on stream like oh no not against you but there was you versus dutch team and then another dutch team that came on after but yours was um, yeah, we, we peach puff, right? Yeah, we played peach puff. We all, we did play versus Skullbra and Slim Shady, which is uh, hack touch. Okay. Um, yeah. But there, I mean, I will say, I did mention previously that a lot of UK people were at HF LAN. A lot of Dutch people were also at HF LAN. <laughs> it was like the Dutch, the French crew was the biggest, of course. The yeah. Dutch crew was big. It was like Fatanel, Renzo, Skullbro, Noon, NVZ, Tommy and Tata. Uh, we had fucking, we had a lot of Dutch people, and we had, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of UK people. We had very few Swedish people. It was like me, Pipsqueak, Abiarv, um, Midi, and then Abiarv's friends, and that was it. He had like I think they yeah, had two friends with him. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I think he teamed with one of them. I don't think they entered singles brackets. Maybe they did. I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, either way, <laughs> the sad part about the the Swedish people were like it was sad for a while that I I wasn't able to get a crew because we had the most stacked crew, but we didn't have a fifth Swedish person. So I so just not a fifth person at all. Well, we had we did have Abiar's friends, but I I, friend I, I was like pretty sure I was like pretty sure they didn't want to play, and I wasn't able to get a hold okay, of them. Fair enough. So fair I enough. I asked Max at the the pre weekly, 
I was like, do you want to join the Swedish group? And he was like, yeah, man, sure. I'll play for you guys. And I was like, yes, I stole Max. And then the, the fucking UK people rioted when they found out. Yeah, I, rem- I remember. I remember Prof's reaction was really funny. <laughs> no, he was just like really mad that I tried to steal Max. <laughs> I would be, and to I be honest, like, it's like... To most people, that would be like, you wouldn't have to be afraid. It would be, like, but they had so many people. We can take one. No, sure, but we like, can take no, one. But you, you wouldn't, it's so insane. Like, it's so, it doesn't make sense in any way to but like it would, it would play for funny. a different country that you've never even, I don't know if Max has even ever set foot in Sweden. Like, I'll get him ever, here. I'll get him here. If he's ever spoken a Swedish word in his life, I'll, I'll teach like him. That. I'll but, teach him. <laughs> Yeah, I'll no, do anything like, it takes. Max is getting on the next crew battle for Sweden. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, now, to be honest, I've actually I've actually done something, maybe a bit similar. But when I got like tempered shoes and Mordo to play for the Muslim crew, I met. <laughs> you converted them. <laughs> yeah, Damn. and then Omid was like, "Oh, Archie, who's like the Muslim prophet?" And I had to like secretly like whisper it into his ear, like <laughs> when Omid wasn't looking. But like, so yeah, to be honest, yeah. but. Like, to be honest, things, I'm maybe being a bit hypocritical when I say that I'm sort of disgusted and, like, <laughs> horrified by it, which I am, by but the way. But it would be so oh. funny. Nah, it's, it's, it's it messed really up. Funny. It's actually so messed up. No. Anyway. But no. Um, no. Chris didn't happen anyway. Um, it was too late on the Saturday, and uh, on Sunday, after the tournament, they just took down all the setups. Which is uh, usually what happens, but it was unfortunate with no crews, but... I mean, Sweden would, wouldn't be able to win because we didn't have a crew, so, you know, who cares? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Fair, so, I mean, Avriel's friend is definitely the person who gets step in there. But... Yeah. But yeah. Crew, uh, doubles was fun. We got fifth, me and uh, Fautenel. We played mm-hmm. double peach, and some, peop- some teams just got crushed because we're just two okay. good yeah. peach players spamming good peach moves. And like mm-hmm. <laughs> playing against that without knowing like good, really good double strats is hard. <laughs> so like yeah. we got a lot of like double down smash and stuff, and it was like dumb, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. I, was... I didn't even think about this the prospect of double down smash. Yeah, was so there funny. was one time where I told him I was like, I go on a platform and I down smash. You never jump. You just stand there and do aerials <laughs> below the platform, and we win. And we did so, and we. Did win. <laughs> um... Like a impenetrable wall. <laughs> But um, we did lose to two French teams. We lost to Charlon and Mahi, who played like really good, like uh, synergy. They had both had their spots, which they held down like perfectly. They like kind of kept us from getting anything started. Like played really good defense. Um, so they just won. Was uh, we had a few close games, but there was a three zero. So um, yeah, they I'm definitely had an edge. Of like a... I'm trying to think of like a French pun of PFAB, but I can't think of anything, so I'll leave it to chat. Yeah. And then we did have a really good set versus Baxon and Raul. I felt like, so I was like feeling like I had really good synergy with Falt in that set. And I was like doing, I was communicating a lot, which I was happy about. Like, usually I'm pretty bad at communicating in doubles because I'm always trying Mm. to do my own thing because I'm not really a doubles player. Uh, gotcha. But I was like, okay, do this, like sneaking in a few, uh, a few like things so you can Pointed. implement. Yeah. And it was going well. 
Um, but the last game, I feel like the last game we played really shaky at the start because we felt like we could win. And then uh, we kind of flubbed it and it was too hard to come back. Um, gotcha. And then if we won that, we would have been in the in the money. But we weren't. But oh, well. So it was top four. That's, that's yeah. weird. Well, it's top four was, interesting. It's a smaller doubles tournament, so. Gotcha. Um, no, because it's normally top three or like top five, right? Yeah. I guess top four sort of makes sense, I guess, if it's a small pool. They won't spread it, but yeah. I guess. Uh, talking about yeah. the, the UK results, I mean, Frenzy and Professor Pro did win. Yeah, they, they did... came through two sets in grands, right? I remember watching that. Yeah, Kinzo Ricks beat their asses in winners' finals, <laughs> and then they came back yeah. in grands. They took a game winners. in winners' finals. They took yeah. a game in winners' finals. <laughs> and then uh, they came back in grands and kind of, kind of showed them what's up. Um, yeah, it was so... really exciting to watch as well. It was you... like a lot of really close games that you know, um, what's it called? that um, Frenzy and Prof was sort of like lucky to pull back even, I'd yeah. say. But I, overall, like, you could really feel how well they were playing in uh, what's it called, in Grands. Yeah, I feel um, like Prof and Frenzy and Winners Files just felt really sloppy. I was like, mm. I don't know why they're playing so sloppy. But then they kind of still played a little bit sloppy in Grands, but made, kind of, made it work still. And then I mm. felt like after the first set where Prof and Frenzy barely win, I felt like Kinza Ricks got a little bit demoralized, maybe, but I'm not sure. Mm. And then, uh, so 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 um, that's the unfortunately the only event UK managed to win. Um, but you put it that way, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, there's only two. Aren't but there? regardless, <laughs> regardless, um, it was a it was a good doubles event. Also, Luan and Br Tarol got uh, fit. Yeah. They had a pretty good run. Um, yeah, a really good run. And it's always fun seeing Luan play. So let's go Ireland. Yeah. I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, you're Luan stan. Yeah, of course, of course. I got yeah, that. It makes I'm sense, it makes sense. I'm still on the Irish PR, but not on the... <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They made a PR in 2020, and that's the only one I'm in. That's or like the, the, the most recent PR I'm in. Mm -hmm. uh, you were technically in the UK. No, which was. Or, no, oh yeah, I was. Oh yeah, I was technically in the UK. I thought I thought you were gonna end that with you were technically in the UK PR. I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, but no, okay, no, no, yeah, no, no, I was. No. I did technically live but in the UK. Yeah, but I guess was there was there any like results that you actually got at a Northern Irish tournament? I didn't um, get any good results. Not really. I mean, no. I mean, because I can't think of any Northern Irish tournaments that happened or ever oh, actually. Uh, I'm honest. We we did play. Did we did have like our locals. Weekly? Okay. It was like me and Maxi in grand finals every week. If Maxi wasn't there, it was um, okay. me versus. How many people did those get? It was like ten, twelve people. But like wow. we had, uh, we also had like if you count in the, the, the Smash Ultimate people, it was both Smash Ultimate and Melee. It was quite a few. Okay. For sure. Okay. And so, did you get like a lot of ultimate players playing melee, or were they just pure melee players that were? Uh, mostly, playing? mostly melee players playing melee. Gotcha. Uh, I remember a... who did Northern Ireland have? They had Craft as well, didn't they? Was Craft around back then? Craft didn't play while I was playing. No? It was like me. Gotcha. It was Maxi. We were the, definitely the top dogs, and no one else. Mm -hmm. 
really challenged sure. us at the time. We had Bas, of course, um, mm-hmm. and we also had Josh, aka Brogue, the Sheik main. Um, oh yeah, okay. And we had, uh, I think Heaps was there once or twice. Uh, a peach man. I actually know nothing about heaps. Yeah, he's like a Australian peach man who's in Spain now. Yeah, and you're player. telling me that he was also in, oh, box player. Box player, like a frame oh, one or box okay. player. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, but that's weird. He's like some <laughs> world traveler or something. Yeah, and some then world we, we had a few others. We have uh, Faith, who's another peach main. But regardless, I feel like yeah. we're going a little bit off track. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got you. Back got you. to no, HF land. I've never, I've never heard of these like Northern Irish things. No, it's a pretty low key <laughs> scene. It's like uh, <laughs> because men... because no one wants to come from Dublin as well, right? Because it's too far away. Yeah, Dublin is pretty far away, and Mint lives pretty mm-hmm. far away from Belfast, which is uh, the the capital. The main, the capital city. Yeah. yeah. So Mint didn't go to any locals. It was really just like a bunch of homies playing Smash. I entered the ultimate yeah. tournaments though. I did fine. Uh, Fair enough. But yeah, it's your land. So yeah. So doubles. Doubles frenzy profit. Frenzy profit. Yeah. Let's go. Our uh, England's coming home and all that. England's coming home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. move six, on six. to singles. So mm-hmm. uh, I show up pretty early. I remember. Uh, just gonna talk about. Uh, just gonna mention pools like real offhandedly because pools were not notable i think mm-hmm. I, I know that uo was upset in pools um but that's, i'm sorry for bringing that up uo but that's like the only notable result <laughs> and otherwise it's like fairly um f- like expected every result was expected the pools were always like mm-hmm. one top player and then a bunch of uh, lower leveled players uh, and apparently y- you were lost like, to Ganon who was 30 minutes late <laughs> that's funny Oh no. um, yeah those pools were tiny as well I was saying it before the stream but like it was like really small pools yeah. like 4 man 5 man pools max but, I think so yeah it was interesting how they did that but, but uh, yeah. pools went on it went really really smoothly I, I had a pool I had kind of an annoying pool because like a lot of players showed up late like just like oh at first we only had three people and then we three played and then it was like okay are we done now no uh, i'm also joining and then we had another player and it's like but eventually it, it went fine it went fine uh, as i said it's a pretty small pool um so bracket day i show up pretty early because i had ridden with uh, renzo the day the day before renzo wanted peach practice because renzo had fault and l in his path his uh mm-hmm. his um oh yeah his netherlands his, country, his countryman and his countryman you know renzo had actually beaten fault and l like the last the last five times six times like well, renzo okay. definitely had What's a well, strong grip on fault but fault is still good and they used to trade sets it's just that Renzo absolutely had like um, the advantage, uh, mm-hmm. like the strong advantage. Yeah. So, I so he asked me for warm up still because he's a respectable competitor that doesn't underestimate anyone. Let's go, Renzo. 
But I told mm. him, I told him, like, th that's my doubles teammate, right? So I told him, I will give you all the warm-up you need, but... And I, I'll show up early, too, if you want. But I'll, everything after we play, I will give, like, I'll give away all of your secrets to Fautanel, and I'll give him <laughs> tips on how to beat you. Yeah. And he was like, oof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he has heard of. So that's exactly yeah. what happened. I play him for a while. Little Chief joins in. It was a fun session. I got a lot of Marv practice. Nice, nice. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, that comes so this was at the venue on Sunday. Yeah, yeah before single okay. starts. Um, gotcha. So I play a lot, and I feel really good. I think I played pretty well versus Marv and those friendlies. And like I'm, I'm moving, grooving, and I'm edge guarding, and I'm like, okay. And I f I'm kind of noticing stuff because I had played a lot with Renzo before, like on that play. And I, I remember we used to go really, really even, usually to his favor. But we haven't played in a long time, and I've gotten a lot better versus Marv. Yeah, so, you got that Marv, Marv buff I was about to say. Yeah. You started so, beating a bunch of them. We'll so talk I, about that as well. You got a certain Marv in it. Actually, yeah, it ended up being a lot, very useful for you as well to get yeah, that practice, yeah. right? That, that's like, I'm yeah. using a, the, the Chekhov's gun. I'm using this, uh, yeah. this fact for a later <laughs> point. Yeah. But... <laughs> Um, where I play a lot and I no start noticing things that I haven't even noticed before. So after the set, I actually find Fout, like, or after the, the games. I found I found Fout right, right away. Like he's uh, right mm. outside the playing area. So I'm just, I sit down and I'm like, okay, I'm going to talk to you about like, I'm just going to ramble about, uh, about a bunch of stuff that I, that I started realizing um, mm -hmm. about... Uh, Renzo's gameplay oh, Renzo. and I'll just like try yeah. to help you as much as you can so I asked him about like what he struggles in uh, in the matchup and I gave him uh, I remember him not noting like edge guarding but then I gave him a few, a few like turnip tips that he could use mm -hmm. and like stuff like flowcharts I do and then also like habits and like patterns that Renzo does that he could probably abuse if he's playing well mm -hmm. so I just I just remember giving him a lot of tips and I felt good about that because I was like uh, if anything, if, if any peach is able to implement this, it's absolutely felt because he's like, yeah, nice. I watch his gameplay and like a lot of his stuff makes sense to me. So like I can definitely okay, set okay. myself in his shoes. Um, yeah, he feels like you feel like he plays like a similar style to you. Is what you're saying? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> we play right? very differently. But what do you mean then? What do you what do you mean? Well, it's just like every, uh, just because it doesn't make sense. It's like. He does an option. I'm like, I wouldn't have done it that way, but I understand why he did it. Like he, he kind of, gotcha. okay. he has very different flow charts to me, uh, but like he, he plays very logically in my opinion. Uh, it's just mm -hmm. that he picks different options and different flow charts. So it's, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And also he's like very, a lot more technical because he plays on the, the, the frame one. <laughs> so, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. He's played um, a few characters as well in the past, hasn't he? He played he uh, Ness. He played Ness. At played start. Ness, yeah. Uh, Ness and Falcon, I think maybe he might have yeah. played a, but a bit he, Falcon. He's, so he's executionally probably is like yeah quite an experience. Very fast that. Peach. But yeah. But regardless, after that, I uh, prepared to play my first round, which is against a Falcon player, a French Falcon player. I win pretty convincingly. It's like the pool sets. I wasn't too worried. He played pretty well. I think 
uh, I think maybe he could have won if I played a little bit worse, if he played a little bit better, but regardless, it oh, wasn't really? I mean, yeah, it was... Just round one, you're saying? Yeah, like, he was pretty... I think okay. he was pretty good, like, uh, mm -hmm. but I wasn't worried, per se. Uh, but regardless, I win 2-0. And then my next round is the legendary Peach Ditto versus Yuo. Mm -hmm. and I heard a little bit about this, I can't yeah. lie. So, so a little bit of uh, context. We have played once before uh, at a UK Netflix tournament, like a long time ago. Okay. Uh, start of 2021. So that match was game three and a best of three. Last stock, last hit on FD, I think. It was like yeah, super, super close that I lose, but I just barely, barely win. And I'm like, okay. okay. And I remember having a sigh of relief. And then I win that tournament, I think. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh yeah, I must have won that tournament because I've never lost a long net play that I've entered. Uh, what? Never? No, I've won like six of them. I've lost zero. So it's what? not like a ton, but um, regardless, yeah, uh, I I definitely like I um, I won that like a little bit randomly. I feel like I could have lost mm -hmm. that for sure. I like then the online. Yeah, the online. And one. then. And then I played friendlies um, with him after that, and I like destroyed him in every single friendly. I think. I, what I, are you talking about after the the netplay net tournament? Play. Yeah, okay. I remember yeah. I played him in netplay, and he was like, he he told me after he was like, that wasn't close at all. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, every time we played friendlies, it's been like pretty dominantly me favored. But <laughs> I was still like, I remember like going into the set, I was like. Why do I feel like Yuo can win this? Oh no! <laughs> it was like that worrying feeling. Um, but then I like played. And then at, as soon as first game started, I was calm. I like played. We played on Battlefield. I was like, okay. I played a lot versus another Peach main, Mr. Bobo Get. And although he has a weird yeah. rule of never using special turnips. He, he's still a really, really good Peach player. Yeah, he never uses Stitch Face. Okay. Or... And he's a... Stockholm player, right? Yeah, only plays in Stockholm basically. But okay. it's really hard playing him because I have no experience against playing against uh, like Stitch Face and uh, Bombs and okay. stuff like that. Because he yeah, throws them away. Sense. He always throws yeah. them away. Um, but I win game one against Yuo pretty convincingly. And then it's time for me to choose what I should ban. And I have to ban yeah. either Yoshi's Story and Fountain of Dreams. And I think both of them are annoying because I can just like randomly lose on both. Yeah. So, and I'm like, okay. I, I'm, I'm hoping that I don't get down smashed too much. So I pick, I ban Yoshi's and he goes Fountain of Dreams. Mm -hmm. And he just, I think I have a lead, but then he just started comebacking me. And then I started getting hit by down smash, uh, especially platform down smash. And yeah. I remember thinking, oh no. I thought, I thought, I was hoping I wouldn't get hit by Dallas Ratch. Yeah, I was like, this is, this is kind of what I, sh I mean, yeah. maybe I sh I was having like really bad thoughts. I was like, maybe I should have gone Yoshi's. I feel yeah. dumb for getting hit by these down smashes. Why am I playing oh, like no, this? No, the, the shot mentality has been built up over the, all this, all this yeah. Netflix has got to crumble at the hands uh, of Yuo. Yeah, it's the fucking Yuo <laughs> effect. I swear, it's yeah, the Yuo effect. effect. And then yeah. he wins game two, and I'm like, and then I remember I took a deep breath, and I'm like, okay, whatever happens now happens. And if I go to losers early, and I have to fucking make a losers run, whatever. 
but I'll just play my heart out and whatever, and I'll let it happen. I'll, I'll let the gameplay like speak for itself. So, mm-hmm. I pick Dreamland as the counter pick because I'm like, okay, I want it to be all about neutral interactions, and mm-hmm. I feel like I can just like because I. I was unsure if I wanted to go FD again because I thought about that Netflix set and I was like, it was way too close. Yeah. And I just, um, I just wanted that to. Moment, like... you actually thought about the Netflix set. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's crazy. But well, it must have been. How long ago was it? Like a year or something? It was almost a year. Almost. What? A year. That's but crazy. Regardless, yeah. I like thought about that and I was like, okay, I'm gonna pick Dreamland, and then I think I've, I have a lot of experience on Dreamland. I can probably make it happen. Yeah. So I, it goes like really even. We go like I take his stock, he takes my stock. It like goes back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then there's one moment where I, it, I think I have a lead, and then I throw a stitch upwards. But so so here's the thing that I haven't know I haven't talked about. This sounds so stupid. So please bear in mind. But <laughs> as you can notice, I'm not wearing any glasses. I haven't worn glasses for a long time. It's because okay. my glasses broke. So okay. So Wait, okay, yeah, I'm okay, getting somewhere yeah. with this. I'm getting somewhere with this. So, but I've been playing melee just fine. Like I can see close to me. But okay, yeah. I I noticed one thing at HF land, and it it is that I have a very hard time on like small CRTs, like especially considering my vision, to distinguish between the stitch faces and like the normal turnips. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when okay. I throw up a stitch face, I like have to look at it. I like s- sit like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you so fucking comes in with like invisibility and caches it. <laughs> oh, so he was coming from the respawn platform and he dropped I think down. Uh, you can correct me if this is wrong, but I think that's okay. what happens. At least he catches my stitch face. Mm-hmm. And crazy. then like he uses it, and I remember like. Maybe he gets a hit. Maybe he doesn't. I, this is like a wild fever dream for me. Because <laughs> I don't fucking okay. remember like any. I think I yeah. blocked out the set for my head, but I do remember that very. Spe- yeah, he was responding. He's confirming that. So, he, like throws oh it. God. Imagine he literally throw a stitch face into the air, yeah. and you're but like, I remember yeah, like you might sort of passed it to him. I would have panicked in that moment, but I remember what I told myself. Whatever happens, happens. Mm. I'm okay with any outcome right now because it. Mm. Like if you wins, that's fine. I'll just meme about it. It'll become a laugh oh. later. I've lost the fluent coding before. We're all good. True, true. <laughs> I've seen that video. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. anyway, I mentality champion. We played. We we're in both on last talk. I get him in like an edge guard situation. I just keep knocking him off stage, and I'm noticing he he's nervous. His recovery, mm-hmm. or at least I think he is. Um, because his recovery is not good he's like fast falling way too many times and i'm like i'm just floating over here he's like falling into me i'm just narrowing him off stage and eventually yeah. i just like yeah. uh, i just hit him way too many times and he can't like he can't stay alive forever so i win that mm. set like 2-1 but it's i could have been destroyed for sure if he used that stitch face a little bit better i would have lost for sure like it's so hard for me to play around stitch face when i have like when I'm like not used to it, but I think he kind of flubbed the stitch face a lot. Yeah, so it's actually you... so crazy. The way you describe the set, like 
<laughs> it's it's like some sort of like anime plot line. I know. Like, first of all, I was playing against like in my in my hometown. I played against <laughs> this guy who doesn't. It's like he doesn't fight with his feet or something like that. Did this and then is... you go into you go to a new town and like some guy starts kicking you and like you never. This seen is why Melee. And then you don't have your glasses. Like it's Melee's fucking anime. I swear it's it's, it's, it's true. But this is not the end of it, okay? The best is yet to come. Still, the best? Okay, yes. cool, let's go. Okay. Let's see. So, I'm gonna talk about the, the next set that is coming up. So, like, I was, of mm-hmm. course, expected to beat Yuo. And I was mm-hmm. expected to win my next match, too. Which was against Lil Chief or Madness. Who played at the, okay. the pre-local. And Lil Chief lost at the pre-local. And Lil Chief loses again at uh, mm. HF land to Madness again. So I get to play Madness, a Luigi player. And <laughs> so, so we're going to get into this. Oh, I'm going to talk about this is a set. Yeah. So this was, a, again, an off stream set. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew Madness was good. Like Madness has beaten Abby R, has beaten uh, a lot of good players for sure. Um, yeah. Like picked up. Race. I commented to the set where he was playing someone i think it was yeah. like some top fox player that he beat maybe might have actually been raul i might be wrong though i don't think but... madness has beaten raul uh it was someone maybe charlon then yeah uh, he's beaten charlon for sure uh, okay but regardless madness is very good but i didn't know how good and uh the the one set so uh, a little bit of context again i have to give context a lot of things because it's like everything <laughs> builds on itself so much yeah but i before going to that tournament or like going to France, uh, I'd only lost to two people on offline, uh, like two real sets on offline this entire year. One of them sure. is Pipsqueak, yeah. and the other one is uh, Pup, or Pup. yeah, and that is a Luigi yes. player from Gothenburg. Yes, from Gothenburg. Yeah, it's sentence to smash, right? Yeah, who beat me in a last talk, last hit set at a, a, a Gothenburg tournament in pools. In, like in pools, months. yeah. And then I win the yeah. tournament without dropping a set in brackets uh, against Midi uh, and a few yeah, other Yeah, I was players. about to say, being a lot more formidable players than <laughs> yeah. that. So it's like, but, yeah. um, so like <laughs> one of the only people I lost against this year it was Luigi. And I know mm. that I haven't practiced much Luigi at all, which is on, that's on me for sure. So, but I hadn't like I haven't covered that weakness really yet. So I was like, mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, I can lose to Madness for sure. So I have mm-hmm. to be really, really focused because like he's I don't know his habits. I'm not seeing how he plays versus Peach. I like don't know how good he is in general. So I have to like play as good as I can. So we go mm-hmm. into the set like almost immediate, or I I think there was a little bit of a break because we're like. I had to find him, and then I asked the TO, and then he, I found him, but we had we didn't, weren't supposed to Wait, play our set yet. Hmm? Did you say you have to TO? No, I have to find a TO. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. But okay. to, to find Manus for him, because I didn't know how Manus looked like. Oh, uh, gotcha, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then eventually, like after a while we play, in game one, I remember was on Battlefield, and I was doing my classic like anti-Luigi stuff, which I like learned back in like 2018, 2019, which I've used for every okay. single Luigi, yeah. which is basically like yeah. back air and turnips. And I just yeah. spam back air with and like, for the best. With like the Luigi and Blow matchups, you can sort of just reduce it to 
certain things that you just do over and over again, right? Yeah. Unless uh, you play someone that's like way better than you, but yeah, exactly. I remember being rolled over by Joe Ryden for not knowing like any any of the spacings, and he was like clearly mm-hmm. had such an edge on me. Like it looked, it's it didn't, it, it it was close in terms of game and stock counts, or like it, uh, in terms of the stock count, counts in the games, but it wasn't mm-hmm. close in terms of like how I felt the gameplay was going. Yeah. Uh, but like I win, I actually win game one pretty convincing versus Madness. Like he looks pretty lost versus me. Um, he wins a pretty close game on Yoshi's, I think, like a pretty close one. But he definitely he won, and I was like, I know I noticed that game that his neutral was really solid. He didn't do any like anything fancy, but he played like really solid neutral, and he was like really hard to get in on, and his punishment game was good. So it was like a very good all-around Luigi. Mm-hmm. And then game three, I pick a Dreamland, which is my classic pick versus Luigi, because Peach can't fucking die on Dreamland versus Luigi. Uh, and usually she dies pretty early. But instead, he was the one that refused to die. He lives to like 200% on like two of the stocks, I think. Oh, um, okay. And I just yeah. can't edge guard him. I can't kill him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I? It was hard to be. That's crazy. To be honest, because that's when Luigi's recovery sort of really struggles a yeah. lot, right? It's like. So it's sort of nuts that he was able to do that well. Usually, like, Peach can kind of oppress Luigi when he's on the ledge. So you kind of just, like, throw a lot of turnips while he's off stage. If he ever overcommits mm-hmm. with side B, you can hit him. And, like,. You can generally just like bully him off stage until he dies but like mm-hmm. i wasn't he was finding really good ways to getting back to stage and like he wasn't dying like he was living for a long time so i yeah. was i was getting a little bit impatient like i i, I was good <laughs> yeah. mentally i was good i was calm but i was getting impatient like i was running into luigi's moves because i was trying to find ways to like beat him in neutral instead of letting him to come to me like yeah, instead of treating him like a low tier because it wasn't working, um, but I lose game three on my counter pick, so he's up two one, and I remember that's when a crowd started together, like the French crowd, which I was hyped about because yeah, I was like again I was feeling a little bit of like the pressure, I was feeling the upset pressure, which is like well all the boys like go to to like cheer for their boy. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of that feeling that everyone knows that it might happen. And I felt mm-hmm. this before, except I never felt like I'm the one that the upset is going to be made on. Okay. I, I've never been yeah. in that position. Um, You've never been like the good one. Yeah, the one, <laughs> the one on the other side that everyone wants to lose. Or like, but I've been cheered against, but that's like close, like people in close skill. But like this time... Mm-hmm. I was like, but I was still feeling good that it was a crowd because again, I get that like anime feeling. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. But I stubbornly go back to Dreamland game four, and I'm like, I hope this works, <laughs> because I'm like, I know that his counter pick is probably Pokemon Stadium, so I'm fine with like if I win on Dreamland, then at least I'm used to like a big stage because I don't think he's going back to Battlefield or going Fountain. I think that's a blunder if he does that. Um, so i kind of destroy him the fourth game i remember um and again i'm feeling like okay this is another last game i'm like feeling i'm feeling like the pressure in the air everyone's kind of 
do you think changed in that game for them? Why do you think you destroyed them? Um, I just felt like I kind of got a lead and then I ran away with it. And I think he was playing a little bit more impatiently too. Like, especially when I got a lead and I started waiting for him. Like, I, I feel like he was, he kind of had that pressure. Like, again, assumption. But I have all of these assumptions in my head, which helps with my mentality. But I was feeling like he really wanted to win right there and then, but a little bit too much. Like, he was getting ang like antsy. He was, like, feeling like the upset is about to happen. Um, but... Yeah, he kind of, he kind of just like ran in and then got hit. I remember get, finding hits really easily instead of him being hard to hit. That was like the main difference. But game one, he like he takes an early lead, and once again, it feels like he's really hard to kill. And it's like I'm feeling it, it kind of slow, slowly like starting to slip away from me, and I'm like I'm kind of almost giving up in my head. Like almost, oh, wow. almost. Like I'm, I'm almost, or I'm not really giving up. I'm not like being salty or anything. I'm still calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super calm. It's all like letting go. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of like starting to accept that I'm probably gonna lose here because Luigi has the lead on me, and I'm like, I'm not clutch. Like this momentum is shifting so much out of your favor. Is that what yeah, you're sort of saying? I'm not good at clutching versus like characters I'm unfamiliar with or like. And this is not to excuse because Madness was probably also not experienced with Peach, and he was playing really well. Like he would, <laughs> like I've been a lot of good Luigi players, and I have practiced versus Luigi. It's just I had I didn't have any confidence to like um, kind of yeah. outplay him in that kind of way. Uh, but basically, I get him down to like two stocks, and I'm at two stocks, but I have like sixty percent. Um, okay. And then, <laughs> and then I pull a stitch face. <laughs> oh, wow. And I noticed okay. the crowd fucking gasps a little bit. <laughs> I hear a little yeah. gasp. Then I pull the yeah. stitch face and I'm just I'm just like dash dancing. I want him to be nervous. I want yeah, him to yeah. be nervous. I'm just dash dancing. I'm not doing anything with it. I'm just like moving around. And then I like see my opportunity. I see him like moving in because he's like trying to make it awkward for me. But I see him flinch. Yeah. For one second, I throw the stitch. He starts to panic because he just got yeah. hit by a stitch, and I'm just like keeping keep chasing him, and I am like noticing he's being very predictable. So I take a whole oh. stock with the stitch, like from zero percent to death, and that's like the end of okay. the stitch. But like that's not so I went from like some some like what's it called? They didn't Armada say something? Do you do you remember when Armada used to say like? he listened he likes playing side by side with his opponent yeah because he like listened for his heart like he said that he could hear the heartbeat of his opponent and <laughs> tell when they're nervous and stuff like that so you said you saw madness flinch like yeah. in his movement or something like that yeah like That's i crazy. felt it I, I definitely felt that he was like he was kind of panicking when i like he saw yeah. that i had the stitch and i was like moving around a little bit awkwardly and i agree with our mother there it's so good to have like the, the player side by side because there's a completely different feeling it's like you know yeah. you're playing against a human and they have human emotions and you can kind of manipulate that in a way yeah uh, but after that we still he still like starts like he still takes my stock like from 60% to death 
and we go like last dock, last hit, both at one, okay. over one hundred percent, and we're just oh, like no. we're just like going at it. We're like both spacing, both trying to get that one hit. He like whiffs in yeah. there, I like whiff an upper, and eventually I get like a random there, and he dies, and I like oh, my God. I didn't pop yeah. off. I was just like because I I'd already kind of accepted that I was like gonna lose a little bit. You like you're gonna lose, yeah. I was That's like crazy. I'd kind of like accepted it already, so I wasn't like excited. I was just relieved. So I remember like just like doing this and then just like breathing yeah. a huge sigh of relief. That I'm, tennis that my, player. That's, that's a tennis player motion. That my like the little funny... like Serena Williams is part. Yeah. yeah, because I knew that that was my plot armor. That was not me. That was my fucking plot armor. <laughs> it saved my ass. Yeah. So, yeah. So I win that, and I'm like, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I remember Yoel told me that he, um, when he went out drinking after the tournament. He met up mm. with Madness, and both of them were like, <laughs> like sadging over how they both were you fucking robbed by to, me. You turned two men to alcohol. You turned two <laughs> men to the drink to console the feeling. So I what thought that heck? was pretty funny that they got there like meeting yeah. afterwards, and like, yeah, you got clutched on by Shark too. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> yeah, because it was both like last talk. Yeah, like, both were last, last game last situations. And like in yeah, floaty matches too. So it's like, it's so tense because it's like that yeah. one neutral opening. But yeah, mm -hmm. after that, I move on to play Schoolbro. And like, I, that I, that felt like such a, such a relief because Schoolbro was a lot like, I was seated below Schoolbro, which was, um, I think that's fair because I think you okay, can. Like, land, really? Okay. Yeah, I think that's like our seats are like you can seat me above Skullbro or Skullbro above me, but the last two sets I had three old Skullbro. Mm -hmm. uh, although close games every time, I'd like I fi figured out a good game plan versus Skullbro, like what I want to do. So I was like, this is, if Skullbro wins, then he's probably just like like playing really good, and I'm fine with that. And that's gonna be an epic set because I never like I've never been rolled over by Skullbro. It's always been like really close when he wins. Um, and it's gonna be on stream too, so we're not gonna miss this one with the footage. Really sad, yeah. by the way, that the other two set weren't like filmed by anyone, as far mm -hmm. as I know. Um, but the Skullbro set, I remember clutching game one and two, like pretty close. But I was just happy because. <laughs> I wasn't feeling as lost as the previous two sets. Like the previous two sets was, I was playing out, I was fending for myself out in the wilderness without any knowledge of my opponents. But Skullbro, yeah. I'd played him so many times. Yeah. I'm feeling comfortable, I was sitting there. I was, experience. Like, yeah. I was playing on stream, I was feeling good. And then the last game is like almost a four stock. Um, mm -hmm. And then he kind of brings really it back that I'm not but... nervous, I start camping. He kind of starts. Like giving up a little bit, like start throwing out moves for no reason. Yeah. So I win that 3 0. So it felt great. And then, um, man, it feels like I've been talking. So I hope it's fine, by the way, that I'm just talking about my sets because I had a lot of good no, sets. No, no, it's safe. It's good because, like, um, what's it called? It's good because you were there and you obviously went so far, right? Yeah. So it's an in, in, in insight to hear about your path this way. So yeah, no, I felt you don't like. You really get the chance with a lot of other players. So. No, yeah, just that. I feel like those sets. It's so sad that like no one 
will ever have seen them or like the, the people that have seen them have seen them but it was so few people especially the euro set i don't think anyone watched that like only maybe two or three people the madness set is like the the french people know about that one like a, a lot of mm-hmm. like a, a little french uh bubble was contingent yeah yeah but it wasn't bubble. like huge. it wasn't huge do you ever remember do you ever remember shot did you read like i remember i don't know how many players did it. i remember wobbles did this had a blog but i don't know if he did this in particular but rishi he had a blog and he spoke about like a couple of tournaments that he went to yeah yeah i've, I've read that the like, evil one the evil one's really good i'm i i don't know if i even read the evil one which evil was this 2015 or 16 this was i think this is the one where he beat mutaking oh that was 18 even that was the latest one right that's when um, I'm pretty I think, yeah, sure because, I read that one because I remember because Rishi put Mute King and loses, and then Swedish put Armada and loses. Yeah, so that's why they played super early, right? Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, uh, yeah. I because I remember him writing about his SJJ set, and it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I have actually thought about, or I actually, I actually have thought about starting my own blog and like writing a blog. Yeah, because that's what I'm, I was about to say. Like things like this, where you talk about like your whole run. Yeah. People never even hear about this type of thing, right? Anymore, really. Yeah. Because there aren't a lot of people that do that. And before then, there was like those type of blogs, or like maybe if a top player gets invited on a podcast to talk about something. But yeah, it was. Um, I remember he read about he wrote about Eden. Do you remember that tournament, Eden? Which I think the the, the, the one where like Cyrox did over really ice. Well I don't know if Cyrox is there. I remember Reeve the S Fat. I don't know if you remember that. I, I only yeah, remember like, I remember Ice being there for sure, and then I remember yeah, I think Cyrox yeah. had a pretty good run. I don't know if Cyrox was a thing back then. I think he was. I'm looking it, like... it up right now. Um, yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, Cyrox got fifth. It was like his breakout, oh, I think. Um, okay. And then um, Ice got second. Drug Fox won. Espat got mm. third. Um, Cancel got fourth. Unfortunately. Oh, Prof was there. Prof was there. Prof was there? No, that means he did bad because he's not. I can't. Oh, see. he didn't even make top eight. What the fuck? He got seventeen. He lose to. He did he lose to? Did he lose to Cyrus? That <laughs> He lost to Rishi and. He lost to. Rishi and Kira. Okay. Yeah, Kira Oof. was there. That's uh. I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, Rishi and I Kira, guess. Two very good players. Uh, and if it was, was, if this it was wasn't huge, peak, bro. Yeah, this, this was losing to ice every tournament, prof. Yeah, but it was also <laughs> 2016, prof. And pro- 2016, prof. I think it was like his peak. I think no, it was no, like his no. peak. Ranking. His peak is now. His peak is now. Oh, I mean, yeah. Do you see him versus course. Midi? Yeah, actually. Anyway, that's we're crazy. gonna get into that. I feel like we're gonna. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's gonna take a lot of time to talk about because I'm gonna talk about my own run, of course. Like the rest. I think of it. once we talk about your stuff, we can we can pretty. We can speed through the rest of it, but yeah, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, but anyway, moving on to the next set, I feel like this is an interesting, the most interesting one I had on stream versus uh, my fellow countryman Pipsqueak, yes. which was really funny because Pipsqueak had just played against Abby Arv, who's also Swedish. If people didn't know that, yeah, and then I remember had... um, Pip said that he was really scared about playing Abby Arv because. Obviously, he plays Falcon in that matchup, right? Yeah. And Abel was one of the... is the moth that he practices that matchup the most with. Yeah. So... And uh, yeah. I remember their set. It was pretty close, actually. Abel took the first okay. game. Um, I watched it, like, live. It wasn't streamed, was it? No, it wasn't streamed. It wasn't off-stream. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Abiyar took the first game. The the second game's really close. The third game is really close too, I think, and the, the fourth game is like a two star or something. But it was close okay. nonetheless. Um, but also like, as I mentioned before, before that, before this trip, the only two people I'd ever lost to uh, offline this year were Pipsqueak and Pep. So I had to play <laughs> one of the two people who had like a. 4-0 record on me and like yeah uh, if you count the offline online sets it's like eight eight to zero this year or something yeah it was pissy after all but yeah. yeah and i also lost to him uh the tournament before this the same finals uh, which i lost to pipsqueak and yeah. Um yeah double faults i remember so i was feeling zero nerves and zero <laughs> pressure and i was feeling great because i had just yeah. Plot armored two sets, and I'd been Skullbro pretty badly. And I was like, yeah. picking up a Skullbro win, that's dope. And not getting upset, that's also dope. And I'm just mm -hmm. feeling good. Um, so I went into that set with zero expectations, and like zero pressure. And I, I was really only thinking about like my top eight qualifier, which was a, a, probably going to be versus Mahi, which I knew at the time yeah. too. Like I, you had I, you had the you had the idea that it was gonna be against my, uh, because I, even before the even when I saw the seeding, I thought that Meaty would beat him, in the ditto. Okay. And then I saw Meaty beat him before the matches. Yeah, started, I remember. Between. I remember. Um, so and then it was like between him, it, unless like Bamboni beat him, which I think like it was a chance, but I think I was like expecting Mahi to win that. Mm -hmm. Um, but regardless, like the thing was, I wasn't even thinking about the pipsqueak set as a set i wanted to win or a set i would like prepped for a ton the only way i prepped for it was that i played him a lot at the locals so i know how he likes to play and also i got a lot of tips from him on how to play versus fox and i played yeah. I like practice versus fox in general so i was like okay yeah. um so i do something like really strange the first game which is i start on yoshis which is like um Oh, yeah, I remember this, yeah. Which is, that was my pick of, like, I want to try something different. I've started on Battlefield, like, every single game. And yeah. I feel like this is, like, a stage where I can win. Like, I'm pretty good on Yoshi's. And it's, like, a, I, I it's, in my eyes, it's an RNG stage. Because Peach dies really early, but Fox can also die really early. So it's, like, mm. it's spinning the wheel, basically, the wheel of fortune. And... That's an interesting way of seeing it, I'll be honest. <laughs> I think most people don't see it that way. Terms, I think they definitely feel the, the what's it called, the advantage weighs towards one character more than the other. But uh, I guess that sort of makes sense. Like, if it's a small space like that, things can get hectic, right? I feel like it's such a small difference from Battlefield that it genuinely doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, it's just that That's Battlefield, I feel good on Battlefield, I feel comfortable. But it's also a stage which favors the better player. Uh, more than mm -hmm. like Yoshi's does because Yoshi's it's hard to like set up your game plan as quickly in my opinion um, okay. but the wheel, the, the wheel of fortune was in my favor and I managed yeah. to take game one uh, I played really well and Pipsqueak kind of like I found a lot of openings on Pipsqueak and I played very patient um, so I like already I'm, I'm like damn but then going into the, the second game <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I wasn't even like super 
excited about it i was like damn i took a game let's go <laughs> yeah um so the second game we play on pokemon i don't i never expect to win there like maybe random chance i might win there like if i'm playing super good but i didn't play like exceptionally and pipsqueak was playing his normal game plan and he won and i was like okay whatever it's the counter pick you lose there usually stadium is also a really brutal counter pick especially without transformations i am up because it's just fox can run away and you can't really do anything about that yeah, um, true story yeah. uh the third the the third game yeah third game i've counter pick to fod because um pipsqueak well, he showed that he did well on Pokemon, so he's gonna do well with running away. And on a lot of stages, yeah. He's also he's always done well versus me on FD. Like even even when I was like when I had a chance versus him at our early days, when we both were like when I was beating him like back in the pal days, uh, yeah. I took sets from him uh, every now and then. Uh, I, even then, I wasn't good on FD. But uh, I also I'm pretty notoriously bad at the chain grab, even though I practice it, uh, especially in high pressure situations. So I was yeah, like, okay, I, that makes more sense. So I kind of never pick FD against him. And Dreamland is like, he I was like he's playing good on a big stage, like playing good on um, stadium. So let's just try FOD instead. It's a pretty consistent counter pick. It's pretty good. And then he almost force docks me. <laughs> he like destroys me. He, like runs me over, which is um, the classic, the, the the classic for Pipsqueak, which he just randomly does sometimes versus me, which I'm like I'm not surprised. I'm like okay, the set is over now. Like Pipsqueak is playing good finally. He's like finally started to adapt, and I take a stock, but he still three stocks me. Right? It's like. It's like, what can I do? <laughs> when Pipsqueak is, but Pipsqueak is like a top, in my opinion, like a top 30 player in the world. And sometimes he just turns yeah. up and like his punish game is better than mine. His neutral is better than mine. And once it combines, it's like, it's unstoppable. Um, but I'm calm. I'm like, again, like I'm going to keep trying. And I have a lot, I still have, a few more set, uh, a few more minutes of enjoyment of that set. So I pick Battlefield because I'm like I, I do I do pretty well on Battlefield versus Pipsqueak, and I I don't want to go back on FOD because I got like kind of destroyed. Um, yeah. And then I noted my other reasons for not picking the big stages, so I just go to Battlefield, and I think I get a lead, or no, the first stock, I get Battlefielded. <laughs> I like that, that happened. That's I, nice. I up B I, remember. I yeah, up okay. B and I drift into the ledge and I don't grab the ledge and I die and I laugh to myself. Oh, yeah, like, I think I remember this. And yeah. I'm like, this is the silliest way to go out, but I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I just keep playing. I'm doing pretty well. I get a pretty big punish on like his second stock. I'm like, okay. So so it's even suddenly. I like mm. I get battlefielded at zero or like at ten on the first stock and then I make it even I'm like dang and I, I kind of think to myself I'm, pretty, I'm playing pretty well I'm doing pretty yeah. well let's go Sharp and then um, <laughs> he immediately takes the stock after I have that thought 
so it's two stocks to one and i like do i like think of the armada meditation that he did on leffen before he first stalked him i think about that and i'm like so i take a deep i I take a deep breath i close my eyes i think they say on commentary too that i did like a little meditation moment they said that i think so yeah that's a good commentary that's a good call yeah they noticed that yeah it's really funny actually but um i i kind of i i start like chasing him down i take a stock so it's last stock and i'm like uh i'm feeling like i'm i'm feel again i'm feeling no nerves i'm not nervous that it's last stock i'm not nervous that it's my last game i'm just playing and then i'm noticing that pipsqueak is getting nervous and i'm like what the heck? <laughs> how do you notice? How do you notice? Well, from his because movement, he's, like, because he's side like, side, right? Because he's playing like a nervous person. He's like spot dodging. He's like doing okay. weird stuff. He's like not moving correctly. I'm like, no, this is not Pipsqueak movement. He's like not moving with any confidence whatsoever. He's like yeah. definitely scared. And then I'm doing like jab oh, down smash wow. and it's working. And I'm like, yeah, this is, <laughs> I can win this. <laughs> Like, yeah. why is he so nervous? Why is he scared of me? He's like beating me every time. He shouldn't be scared of me. And yeah. then, uh, and then I just start start like getting him a disadvantage. He's like panicking. He's like doing like super obvious stuff. And then I, I I get a I like get a few hits and he just dies. And I'm like, this is this is actually game five versus Pipsqueak. Yeah. And I'm like really like. I'm like thinking You're in my head, like I'm now. really proud of myself that I got to this point okay. of the set because I'm again like every set we play in the past like three years has been like three or three one for Pipsqueak. So it's the first game five I've gotten in ab- wow. actual years. Um, That's not. That yeah. is actually crazy. That. So we go into the the last game and he picks Yoshi's. He doesn't want to pick. Uh, FD or Dreamland and I'm like mm. I can win this because as I said Yoshi's is like a spinning a wheel it's like I could randomly win this and I take the first stock actually and I'm like yeah, what the fuck is I'm like thinking to myself I'm like what the heck is going on <laughs> I'm like I'm actually winning let's go <laughs> yeah, do, you, do you feel like you sort of felt that do you feel like the do you feel like the nerves really hit you hard at any point or it's actually you just like waving it's riding the wave of like it's quite the opposite once i felt that i'm like i'm pumped i'm like feeling motivation to like play like do well i'm like not playing sloppy but he actually he he like gets the the stock he evens it up at two two stocks to two and it's like um and then he gets like an early upper kill but i'm like Mm -hmm. I'm still like pumped that like that the set is so close because not necessarily because I thought I was gonna win or that I thought that I could win but because I managed to kind of poke at least like poke at Pipsqueak's feet like kind of claw my way up there and like show that I'm, I'm getting there like he's on he's like close to the top of the mountain but he finally like saw me like looked down and he saw me like yeah. climb up through the mist like behind him. Before you tugging at his like trousers. Yeah. Trousers or something. And like yeah. he, I never, I I never want to feel like. 
when he goes to the Stockholm local that like he can beat everyone for free and that like no yeah. one's tryharding and it's like too like I hate when someone feels lonely about being the only competitor so I kind of wanted to yeah. sh- I, I felt good that I showed him that like there's there are other people too that are like trying to it's so sick yeah so I get him down to the last dock and once again he is panicking <laughs> but then he stops panicking like there's a definite point where I can I can go back and watch the set and there's a point where he stops panicking and he's like okay. gets to center stage and he just starts walling me out and he's like mm-hmm. he's not leaving his spot he's like not falling for anything easy he's like waiting for me to commit for like I'm like noticing that and I'm like okay well uh, this is hard now suddenly <laughs> it's a lot harder yeah. yeah like he is forcing me to make the decision and I'm not sure if I'm good enough player right now to make that decision to win but then yeah. again I was thinking to myself but then again maybe I can make something work mm-hmm. so eventually it like get, it's really close it's like basically last hit but he gets he gets me off stage and then he gets an upper uh, and kills me like a call out I think it, I yeah. spaced a little bit incorrectly and he found that so like I remember if you look at the bot and again I'm like I'm not feeling bad about that set at all I, I like I'm really happy afterwards I'm like going off I you don't see it because I have the mask but I have a big smile on my face like, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. I like tell him GG's man it was fun and then I like stretch out my fist and then he, he's sitting there like oh my god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, understandable relief to be honest. But yeah, it sort of feels like a trend, like a reoccurring theme in like your bracket where you know those sets where you went in with no sort of expectation for yourself or you feel like at peace with your with how you're going to do yeah. is where you really sort of shown where you really like showed up and did well, you know? Yeah. Like subverting the expectations. Yeah, it's That's really uh, interesting. It was really cool. It was definitely it was like, like... A, Sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say it sounds like a big like mentality thing as well. Yeah, no, I was about to say it felt like a mentality roller coaster. Or like I, my mentality was always yeah. good. It was never bad. It was never like I was never tilted. At no point in any of the sets were, was I tilted. I was never sad. I was like always trying my best to win. And I was like trying my best to figure out solutions and even when i came at peace of losing that ne- that never meant that i gave up like i was always like trying my yeah. best um but like i was only like trying bad. to make peace with the alternative timeline that could happen mm-hmm. where i lose mm-hmm. and i'm like trying to think like this is okay if it happens it is fine you don't need to be worried about it and i'm wondering like do you feel like that's something you developed like over the past you know the online time where you said your mentality got better or and is that something that you've taken the time to think about beyond your sets or is it mostly just in that moment where you've been presented with a threat to your bracket run that you sort of have been telling yourself a lot more oh it's okay if i lose this now uh all of it is a combination of like my my six years of experience but basically it is it is a combination of attending shit ton of tournaments in general like in 2018 um if we looked at like the local attendance i had by far the most uh, attended tournaments in sweden 
like I had like 72 tournaments in a year or something um, and I was probably at the top of Europe as well um, and that's offline tournaments yeah offline and offline hey. tournaments which includes like locals and like regionals um, and I didn't and I didn't travel outside of Sweden basically almost at all um, but uh, I have a crap ton of like offline tournament experience so i'm not like unfamiliar to any of the concepts like crowds or that like the feelings you get in your heart when it gets close like i feel like that's the the thing that i like learned the most like just enjoying that feeling when everything else is on the line and you feel like you feel that like tension in the air and it's like last stock and both of you are like sweating. You're like holding your controller really tight. I like learn to enjoy that feeling I so think, badly. I actually think that is the one of the best feelings about Melee. Yeah. I think that is part of the reason why Melee is so worth playing. Like beyond, like I know a lot of people enjoy playing friendlies and like coming to tournaments to have fun. But I literally think like the thing that keeps everyone there is the thrill of competition when it, when it comes to like tournament Melee. Because that is just... It feels like, you know, the way I've sort of like verbalized in the past is like, it sort of feels like everything is leading, like everything is like leading up to that moment. It's yeah. sort of like training for a boxing match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and exactly. It's like a you, boxing match. The rush of that moment is like everything when it comes to the experience. Yeah. And you also don't have to like get beat up and everything. You just play yeah, a video game. No, nothing fucking beats that feeling, especially offline tournaments. Yeah. It's not nothing even compares to it, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, it's that all of that experience combined with like, I think the on the offline the online tournaments definitely helped to like because I've never been as much of a tilter and rager as I was in twenty twenty when I played online melee because like it's so you have to kind of confront yourself in that moment when you're sitting by yourself it's only you and it's only your computer you can't see anyone else there's no human you can only see the yeah. gameplay there's and no how... social pressure to can to be like a you know yeah a put together person who doesn't show like extreme emotions you're just by yourself so you can behave wherever you want yeah i feel like I feel that as well like i don't know why when i first started playing in that play i think i'm i don't really feel it that much anymore but when I first, maybe even for like a couple of years after I first started playing Netplay, like I was, I've never really been more tilted than at Melee than yeah. those couple of years. You know what I mean? I think it's the same for everyone actually. Like no one's really, it's sort of a surprise to yourself as well. Like even though those emotions are coming straight from you, you never really expect yourself to feel that way. Yeah, no. Know? And Sorry. like I was never really a tilter before that like of course i've tilted a lot of times like uh before that um but, but i never like thrown a controller or whatever i'm not that kind of player but like a lot of the times you hold back your sadness or your tilt but there wasn't really a reason for me to hold anything back um when i started playing online so like i remember that's when everything came out like all of those like like especially and co combine that like the no you, you i don't hold anything back with the fact that i had huge expectations on myself um like i was ranked in 2019 so like people expected me to be like a top 50 european player and like beat all these new players and 
I hadn't really uh, and combine that with the fact that I hadn't been able to solo practice for so long so like mm -hmm. my gameplay was definitely subpar and I was trying to reinvent my gameplay as well because in Ireland I didn't have a um, a setup like for myself I had my buddy buses set up but like I only played with him and I only played like every now and then instead of like every day which I do which I did That's otherwise true. when I had my own yeah. um, so like couple like a, being a worse player with trying to figure out being a different kind of player and having high expectations and having the salt gates like completely open and I was a huge that made me into a huge rager like I lost people yeah. I wasn't supposed to and I like I remember I hit myself like on the leg when I lost and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not and I was always ashamed of it I was so ashamed of it uh, but I was like it was so hard to control my feelings and like um, it was definitely really rough for me to play online at the time but that, it also yeah. like taught me how to kind of like think about melee and how to cope with those feelings and how to like come to terms with those feelings and that's kind of what given me the like ability to like accept a loss like a lot better in my head and like be okay with losing and because it like realizing how little it matters if you Definitely, win or lose yeah. and like yeah i feel I like could... i sort of like an experience that a lot like i was saying just a lot of people yeah. especially when they uh in brought to like that first real serious sort that they have yeah it's like it but, becomes like you you would go through that arc of slowly becoming more accepting some people don't go through the arc you know mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. just becomes more of a long-term thing whether they're stuck with those negative feelings it's really hard to get out of it you know yeah, yeah but, for sure yeah uh, but sort of like, that's kind of what online taught me because i had to confront those feelings and accept them so i went through yeah. the like what is and the, work the, through them the, as well the five stages of grief or whatever <laughs> first like denial yeah. i'm not a salter i'm not gonna salt yeah. this time and, like bargaining yeah. a lot of people get maybe, stuck in denial maybe, maybe i'll just hit myself a little bit <laughs> the depression <laughs> and then i went yeah. through the i definitely went through the depression arc many times <laughs> yeah and then, then finally acceptance but not to say i have a perfect mentality that's far from true but I definitely have one of the best mentalities for competing in all of Europe, in my opinion. Um, yeah, that's, like, that's, a, that's a solid claim. I, I, I feel like you have the right to make that statement. <laughs> like maybe, maybe it's a flex, but I feel like it's the truth. And I'm happy about yeah, feeling that. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud of it. So I'm, I'm yeah, I mean, if it helps your mentality to say that as well, like, yeah, no, it's, it's just you're just like on the next level because you're doing more things that would help your mentality by complementing your mentality. Someone can fucking clip this and then uh, add it in a, a side by side with me, like throwing my controller in the future. Or something. Yeah, shut off rage compilation. Yeah, <laughs> they can do that if they but, want, but I don't care. Right now, I'm in a really good spot. When it comes to mentality, that's, great. that's probably not going to change. Um, that's great. Move, uh, moving on to the tournament again, just to finish off my 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 uh, journey. Uh, my my uh, beats Bomboni. It's a pretty good set, but I definitely had the better punish game and just like I just played really well, which I was um, was definitely impressed sure. because like that's a that's a matchup which like especially he's still playing on the box which like 
definitely he's been a little bit more inconsistent on the box although he has really good wins especially on the Fox mm-hmm. players so I expected that he might lose to Bamboni because Bamboni is an absolutely amazing player uh, yeah but he especially if Alcamar can be a hard matchup but yeah. I feel like Naya is just such a for one he will have a lot of experience in this matchup right because before oh yeah the Jagoff he has Jag. yeah exactly I was thinking Jagoff before online started yeah. but I actually second guess myself because I don't know if there are many online. <laughs> Wait, where's? I'm gonna. I don't think he is French. But where's Chaos Six from? Is he Norwegian? Maybe I don't know. Not Norwegian. I'm trying to think. Not Norwegian. Yeah, I think he is French. I think he is French. Really? I'm sorry if yeah, I'm wrong, okay, but I do. That's my like. That my, what's my what my gut's telling me. Yeah, I think I, I'm thinking maybe he is. Yeah, that's that's where my mind first went to. But um, yeah. So. He's also such a, like, so experienced when it comes to neutral. Yeah. And in that matchup, if you just, like, apply yourself to certain good ranges, then Falcon can only really, like, he has a big blind spot, right? Yeah. So Maya will, will be knowledgeable when it comes to playing around that. Mm-hmm. And Bomboni as well, does he have much Marth experience in the UK? We used to have, like, a lot of really you experienced have a lot of top middle Marths. Uh... Yeah, and now we have... We, now we now we have like a lot of middle i mean before we had a lot of people who were trying to get good at the falcon matchup as well yeah so we had uh aiken who actually did like analysis to try and beat fetchy he was like aiming high that guy <laughs> because Fetchy was in the same city as him oh, okay, you know, okay. that makes sense. makes sense uh, um and brand speed as well had ryan s who was like uh like a 50 i think he was like 15 or 16 on ukpr but he just like dominated london for a long stretch as well I can imagine. So, did have some sort of like math threats in before lockdown, but um, over online, I don't really think those have really exist anymore, and currently, much less so as well. So I can imagine though that yeah. my my has like uh, Falcon Falcon experience just from like uh, being like an old school European, like considering yeah. they used it's to have like very long. They they used to have Jappy at the top for a little bit like the the top yeah. 20 the top 15 mm-hmm. i don't know um they yeah, also had, they had like a Svere mm-hmm. who was like attended a lot of tournaments so that the, mm-hmm. there has been a few top falcons that he's probably had a fuzzy few runs as well with. i think i think he probably had some runs with fuzzy right yeah no, fuzzy actually, too, I, remember. Fuzzy too. I remember he told a story okay there's so many tangents in this episode so why not <laughs> yeah no why let's not throw go another one in but like, I think he, I don't know if Maya went to UK in like 2000 and it's like, it's not, it's like 2009 or 2008 or something like this. Um, or maybe, maybe Fuzzy went to France. But either way, I think Maya was in the UK for Smash Need Zoo, which was, I think was around 2009, 2010, maybe 2011. But um, no, it was, it was, okay, I'm mixing up the story because Fuzzy went to France because he played on Maya's setup. Uh, and on Maya's setup, he was playing like 50 hertz or something like this. And then and then Fuzzy was like, oh, what's this? Like, this is 50 hertz. Like, this plays so badly. And Maya had no idea what it was. <laughs> so he sort of like adjusted it afterwards. No, so no. yeah, that's that's a maybe a little window into why he might have a little bit of old school Falcon experience. But yeah, it's definitely something he... He's been playing since 2007 or 2000, like a long time, basically yeah um so yeah he'll he'll have some old tricks and that blind spot thing the basic neutral thing is 
like a fundamental thing about the matchup that has been known yeah. for a long time. So, but regardless, yeah. he did take out Bamboni. He also took out Tommy Ann. Tommy Ann had a little bit of a run himself. Just yeah. gonna quickly mention that. Tommy oh Ann, wow, yeah. Tommy Ann took out Verdant and Baxon. Baxon was on a on a wave bird, but that's it. Yeah. Pretty good regardless. Um, so. Uh, I mean, taking out a Puff and a Falcon, that's always a good sign for a Marth. Uh, but he had to face me. And we've had a little bit of a history. Um, he beat me uh, once so this is, I feel like this this might be a little bit of a change because you've been doing really well against Marths recently. Yeah. And I remember yeah. you, were, you were confident when I like messaged you, I guess, to ask you how you're feeling about uh, my... For or, sure. In, in the service. Uh, yeah, I was but, um, uh, I was confident because. Um, do you feel like that was a mentality change for you compared to the previous sets? Because you were sort of saying, how oh, you know, you accepted if you weren't going to make it, you know, and you were ready to, you're accepting of the possibility in which you lost. Yeah. But do you feel like to make it into top eight in a matchup you feel you felt really well experienced in? Do you feel like that was a change for you? Uh, so so I can just like give a quick explanation of like how I feel versus Marth. Uh, Marth yeah. was a demon for me for like years and years and years. Especially because of May beating me like every local cool. like especially in tw I, I beat May in 2017 2016 but then she started beating me in 2018 like almost every time and then I won a set in 2018 and then moved away uh, from uh, my city uh, which I lived in uh, to study and then after that I never won against her again uh, after like late 2018 um, and then when I moved to uh, Hövde which is a city close to Gothenburg I went to the Gothenburg tournaments and eventually Midi started beating me uh, like after a very short while and then Midi was beating me at like every time like usually game 5 and Ikim was all What's this tag back then? Mjarkunen or something yeah, like that? Mjarkunen. Uh, yeah. Which is like Mead King. Uh, yeah. Translated. But Meady was beating me every time. And Ekim was also beating me every time. And when I went off online, uh, Mackenzie beat me pretty badly uh, mm -hmm. in 2020 when Larster beat Mackenzie and Mahi beat me pretty badly yeah. uh, the time we played. Um, and then I lost to Yogurt in early 2021 in pools. Uh, so you could say I had a little bit of a Marth problem. <laughs> I lost like every single Marth uh, that you can think of probably. And then you still have had a, uh, somewhat of a streak of losing to uh, Midi as well, right? Yeah, like Midi beat me like when I started net playing. Um, mm -hmm. in 2020 he beat me every time in 2020 which was like five times or something every, well, almost all of them game five <laughs> again Did that stretch into 2021 as well 2021 he beat me at a levo and uh, he beat me at two two levos early 2021 actually um, but I remember I was feeling frustrated about the Marth matchup because I was like I'm so bad at this matchup like compared to how good I could be and like I understand a lot of things about the matchup, but I want to be so good at it that the Mars are actually scared of me instead of the opposite. So the 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 straw that broke the camel's back was when Abby Arv, who I beat like consistently, 
started beating me every time and i felt like this is the same yeah. thing that happened with may and the same thing that happened with meaty and i'm so fucking like tired no one was gonna overtake you now yeah i'm so tired of all the mars beating me how the fuck do i beat this character i'm so yeah. mad so i paid armada for to analyze peach mark versus me oh wow um, and armada gave me a bunch of tips and okay. i studied i didn't with, know this I actually studied with May as well, and then I like hard yeah. grinded Mar for a while, and then I actually tweeted. I remember this tweet. This was like before, when I was still in the Mar slump. I was like, yeah. I'm not, I was like after a tournament. I was like another game five versus Abiarv. I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed. I'm. I want to get better versus Mar. I feel like this is a mental block as well. As soon as I beat one of the Mars, I feel like I'll beat all of them. So I think I vaguely remember this tweet. So you know? I did. That's tweet a very that. ominous sounding tweet. Yeah. So I played Abiar at like a random Russian local, and we have like a game, another game oh, yeah. five, like set in winners finals, and then I like barely lose again, and I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess. Well, I'm I'm not. Am I supposed to be bad? I'm not mad. Like this is what happens every time, right? Yeah. And that was like my sixth loss in a row to Abby Arv. And I was like, and I played in Lucish finals. I played against uh, Sila, the Sheik. And I'm just like playing and I'm like a little bit mad, but I do pretty well. And I get back to Grands and I like we have the just like the craziest Grand Finals of all time. And I win game 10, like game five, first set, game five, second set. So that's like the yeah. first time I break the streak. And then after that, yeah. after that, I reverse three O Midi at Tiglach, the 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 Irish tournament. Yeah, I remember that. Which is the first time I beat Midi in three years. Um, and then after that, that's when I played. Which my... was a very emotional yeah. stream, by the way. It was yeah. actually crazy. I started crying I after that. It was uh, yeah, I remember. Like, I was so I was literally a pixel away from losing, or like a frame away from losing. If I dash it was one so, so so like close. The yeah. fact that you reversed the road as well, it was so. I don't even, as a viewer, like it was so, such compelling viewing. So I can't even imagine how you must have felt. It and was the fact uh, that you released your version in that way. It sort of makes sense. <laughs> I but. keep having these fucking roller coasters. Of yes, that's the real. tournament. But yeah, yeah, the I I won against Midi, and then I played at a tournament with Maie. And I remember the TO told me that he was scared of me, scared of playing me. Huh? Uh, Wait, what's, 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 was this an online tournament? An online event, yeah. Um, one of the, uh, one of one of the fucking uh, random uh, Monday tournaments. Um, and then the, I actually okay. lose to Kingu's Fox at that tournament, and I'm oh, like in winner semis. <laughs> And then Kingo okay. loses like a heartbreaker game five versus Maie in the winners finals. And then I win versus Kingu, like the worst set of all time in losers finals, but I still win. We had very shitty sets in Peach Fox that day. That was also the day where Kingu switched full time to Fox versus Peach. Okay. Um, and then I play Maie in grand finals and I beat him really badly. Like three, one, both sets, but it's like, I'm kind of like, I'm not even like, it's not looking close at all. 
Like I'm just like comboing him like two stocks three stock two stock So I remember I beat him really badly and then he told me This is not a call out by the way. I know how it is But he told me like oh, I had to wait a long time for grand finals and I get it. It's an online tournament Yeah, but I still felt like I was the better player in that set yeah, definitely. No, you but, should feel that way. Yeah, but after that, I was like, and then after that, I beat Midi on uh, offline, and I beat Ekim at the local we played before. So I was like, um, I figured out more. That's how I felt. Or like that's Same. that's a terrible thing to think because then yeah. <laughs> karma always bites you in the ass. But I'm, I'm like, yeah. feel, I'm feeling in a in a very wholesome way, at least in my eyes, because I was like. I finally like conquered my demon and now whenever I play against Marv, if I lose, it's not because of a mental block. It's because I've like lost, like I've outplayed, right? It's like of course for sure. Having a mental block is no you excuse. Were in a, you, were, you were in a good place mentally when yeah, it comes to match. I was like I wasn't pissing my pants every time I play a Marv. It's like I was, I was the one that makes them scared. I can imagine that would be quite convenient. Yeah. <laughs> Inconvenient. But, but um, yeah. I play that set, I remember we had a really cool set in losers in uh, losers top eight qualifiers. He takes game one with a two stock. I take one like game two like barely on Dreamland. It's really close. It's like last stock, last hit. Game three was the craziest game of all time, and I'm so sad it wasn't recorded because I have a lead. I have like a two or three stock lead, like t three two or three stocks to one. He makes a comeback like st I, I start getting like a little bit too antsy i really want to win because that's the only set i was like really nervous in like really really nervous because i wanted to get top eight so bad i'd never gotten a top eight at a major or like a big european tournament ever um like even the bigger swedish events i never got top eight um so i like i kind of get antsy i like start swinging i'm like hoping i get a four there or something and then he like gets a, he like makes a comeback. And then we're at last stock. He gets like combos me across the stage, gets a king combo, and I like. And as soon as he gets the king combo, the French crowd like, I know well I noticed throughout the set that they were starting to gather right, and they all popped off, like let's go, and then I can imagine that I can the, imagine how the like, craziest thing, yeah. was that I had saved my float and I was a mid percent so i float oh on the exact like the perfect timing where i barely survive it's like so <laughs> close to dying like being too low Wait, what, stage is it? what stage is it pokemon stadium uh okay, okay. my counter pick and we're yeah. one one so i barely was able to float like right before i died because if i floated too low if i you have to like to float there, you have to wiggle out of hit stun. You have to find the like perfect frame to wiggle out, and then you have to hold down a float. And if you do it too late, you can't up B. You won't be, and like the downer has a lot of knockdown, and like yeah, I was yeah. at mid percent, so I barely like so close was able to float and then up B. Mai is scrambling to like hit me because he thought it was over. I think. Yeah. Like scrambling, yeah, to like... it got even worse because the whole crowd like affirms yeah. Your, and there's like, like an audible gasp. There's yeah. an audible gasp when I up B, and he down tilts really close to ledge because he like wants to hit me off. But the down tilt and the up B like trade, so he gets knocked away a little bit, and that's like the gasp. 
And then I barely, I grabbed ledge, and I'm like, it's on. <laughs> and the, since he got knocked away. You win this game. You actually win this game. Wait, go on. Tell, so, I'm sorry. Because I'm at mid percent, I like get up quick. And he is like, he's knocked down. So he, so he wasn't able to like ledge trap me. So I start chasing him around the stage. He like, he's at high percent. And I'm noticing, he's so scared. Yeah. I like notice it. Like if I just chase him here, I'll win. So I like yeah. start like spamming the, the, the float nares on the ground and eventually he like he, he like starts shielding. He like doesn't know where to go. And I notice he isn't able to get his footing. And then I like I eventually just get him with a nair. It's like the worst DI of all time. Wow. Uh, and yeah. And my crowd pops up. Like I have a few homies in the back. You had a crowd too. as well. You had a counter crowd. I had Faldanel, I had a few of the, a few of the gays. They had their, their meetup yeah. pretty close. Yeah. So I barely like I plot armored that game into winning it. I remember I was like, yes. Nice. Yeah. So that was that was like the hypest game in my eyes of the tournament. Because it's yeah. like I shouldn't have won there for sure. Yeah. There's no way I should That's have won. Crazy. There. No one else. The fact that you there. have like two battling crowds watching this like yeah, it was like shock, shock result is like crazy as well. It was like all yeah. of France, which was like the majority of it was like seventy or eighty percent of the crowd versus the yeah. sharp the sharp fans. <laughs> which were like a sharp squad. A, the sharp squad, yeah. Yeah. So after that he wins game four on Pokemon. It's like really close, it's like last hit. But I'm like I'm I'm feeling it. I'm like I'm just hyped that it's another game five. I'm feeling yeah. the tension in the air. And like the crowd again, I'm feeling good that it's like such an important set. Mm -hmm. But then like last game, I'm like, I lose the first sock, but I'm not nervous at all. Again, I'm like so confident. I'm like, I'm just going to run over there and he's not going to be prepared for me. He's not, yeah. he's not going to be able to handle it. So I make like, I take like three stocks in a row. So it's like three stocks to one. And then, um, that's when I start getting nervous and he started making a little bit of a comeback, but it's still like a two, two stock win. And I pop off because it's like, I was so happy yeah. that I finally made top eight. Yeah. And I remember, I remember seeing the pop of the pop off was recorded. Yeah. The pop off so was recorded. Um, it's a, it's I a good pop Jin or someone. I remember Jin said on commentary that he had a recording, but I saw a recording that King you posted in yeah. the discord. It's, uh, I don't know who recorded that though. It, uh, it was one of the, the people who, took photos and videos of the, the oh, sure. okay. or so it was in the like hf9 discord i guess someone posted yeah, it. yeah exactly um oh, sure. okay. i'm not in there but anyway, i'm assuming that all of that was posted but yeah after that i was happy i was pretty much mentally done with the event uh mm -hmm. Rick had lost to max in a crazy reverse 3 -0. um yeah i heard so, about this yeah so Rick's went on a little bit of a loser's run he beat faltonel 3-0 he beats uh, Lunary, who had this, a crazy run of his own, uh, three mm. to two, and then Roll didn't didn't Lunary. Who else did he beat? Was it Roll was the main standout one in my yeah. Head. Lunary beat Roll and Bexon. Um, okay, yeah. But then I so I played Rix in top eight because of that. I was supposed to play Max, um, okay. but Rix yeah. again has been a little bit of a demon for me. One of the demon Fox yeah. players. We have a pretty uh, we have a pretty okay set, but he's clearly the better player in that set. 
so i was like i was fine as i said i was pretty mentally done with the brackets like i i didn't care how it went after that like i, I wanted to get top eight and that was my big thing mm -hmm. um, i can imagine you would have been a bit exhausted by that as well i was pretty exhausted and i was after playing that my set I, I had to play ricks like 30 minutes after that something like that wow, okay. so i didn't get much of a it wasn't like an uh a big break of a top eight like people usually do yeah i had to play very uh, soon after that but overall i was like extremely happy about my performance as i said i was my first top eight ever and like uh, just having all of those like <laughs> amazing sets was like it, was, it made the fucking weekend for me um so yeah yeah of course I mean, that's about it for my run. And I went on a fucking. <laughs> yeah, super you were talking about this. How long, how long has this been? I actually don't Two have a hours, so I can't tell. 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes as well? Yeah. What the heck? It hasn't felt like it for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, but yeah, I'm finally done talking about myself. My, my ego has been satisfied. I think everyone. No, it was good. It was a deep dive into. The, the, like you never like i was saying like you don't really get this perspective from like a top player like they don't just talk about it yeah like no. in that much depth or maybe like on if they're on their stream they'll talk about like you know a little the small details that they can fit out like you no know, like they can talk about in the middle of playing melee or whatever yeah so yeah i definitely... people saying in chat talking about short up there yeah but we can yeah we sorry can talk sorry about... what were you saying no i i just I definitely felt like a little bit of a protagonist that weekend. Uh, no, definitely. But yeah, I I can I can talk a little bit about uh, a few more like notable runs. I all I already noted Ricks had a little yeah, bit of a loses run, uh, got fifth. Um, did pretty pretty okay, but it's nothing stand out for him. I think I think he's a pretty established top player by now in Europe. Yeah. Um, Game five with media as well. Yeah. So uh, after Media got absolutely <laughs> He got danced on by prop in the last game on FDA. Yeah, that's all that's all the UK got. That's definitely yeah. all the UK got. But yeah. before we talk about Midi, I think we can just quickly go over Max. The who sure. did who did yeah. pretty well. I mean, we already know that he got second, a beating role at the the pre-local yeah. yeah and he had an amazing reverse three uh reverse three oh versus ricks i remember uh, i recommend anyone to watch that set uh it's a fantastic set you just search frank also, the fisher versus stream? ricks it's the self gaming on self gaming stream yeah yeah okay gotcha um, and then Ma max only lost a prof and uh Prof and Frenzy, <laughs> funnily enough. Yeah, UK team too. Wow. And he and he also beat Roll again on the way there. Uh, yeah, three Omen losers. Yeah, so he definitely so. kind of smacked on Roll a little bit that weekend. Um, but you know, uh, otherwise, uh, Frenzy had a little bit of a sad tournament for him. Uh, it's yeah, Frenzy's known as a little bit inconsistent. For sure in general um he beat bomboni and then had to play meaty who's beaten him before twice i think um 
but he beat Midi the last few times. Midi's been kind of performing below uh, below average for his results. Um, yeah, especially recently, right? A Smash World Tour recently. result is so like was quite shocking for him. Smash World, I'd say. Smash World Tour, he didn't take a game. Every player was good, but it's like you expect him to go even and yeah. probably win versus like Tino. Oh. You know, yeah, I was about to say. Um, yeah, the Tino set was surprising that he lost in that kind of way. And, like, he didn't look good versus Trefish, but he's brought to game five. Um, mm-hmm. But this was definitely a redemption for Midi. Um, Midi getting his um, revenge versus Frenzy from previous sets they've had and beating him 3 2 with a reverse 3. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching that. I was super close. Like, three stock comeback the last game. Yeah, he, the frenzy was not happy about that. Frenzy uh, choked the One hundred percent, I'd say. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't want to sound like a salty UK fan, but yeah. No, I was um, I was cheering for Midi. Midi also beat Mane, yeah, understandably. <laughs> who Midi also took out at the the same finals. Um, oh yeah, okay. And then Midi versus Prof was such a fucking blow up. Prof definitely styled on Midi a little bit, which is probably a good learning experience for Midi. I think he's gonna focus on the the Prof sets and the Pipsqueak sets and like the the big top players now. Uh, but he also beat Ricks on the way there. He got a little bit bodied by Kinzo as well, but for fourth place, which was fantastic. It's gonna make some big bucks when he gets the payout. Uh, which, by the way, I haven't yet. Please. Please, I need money. Oh, it was full top eight payout. Yeah. Uh, okay, gotcha. But Kinzo also beat him pretty badly at Smash World Tour, so maybe that's a an opponent he's got to focus on. But good performance by Midi beating Mahi, uh, Frenzy, and Rix. That's a huge, huge dub for him. Um, and other notable standout performance was Kinzo course getting second to pipsqueak um who won by the way let's fucking go sweden shout out to pipsqueak it looks like um i don't know kinzo looks very promising kinzo reverse 3-0 frenzy yeah beat meaty in general he, he he seemed like he was having a really good day yeah um so yeah he looks really solid i mean and he wasn't i mean it sort of shows like even with that, like, Pipsqueak is just so beyond a lot of players. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, he has lost to Kinzo in the past. I think it was quite recently. I got what online tournament uh, was. It was uh, Bagarre. Oh, yeah, of course. And that was, like, the last same event before, same finale, right? It was. Yeah. Or was there something? Was. Yeah, okay. So it was quite recent, but even with Kinzo playing so on fire as he was, you know, Pipsqueak um, snuffed out that flame, yeah. By the way, Pipsqueak only had one Game 5 set against yours truly. The only one... The only one being close to beat Pipsqueak is the person he consistently fucks up at the local. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really funny to think about. But I, I was that, that was a good flex for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, Pipsqueak had a fantastic tournament. Beating Abiarv, me, Kinzo, and then beating Prof again. He's been Prof so many times in a row now. Uh, and beating yeah. Kinzo again in Grand Finals. Didn't get to play Frenzy, but 
if you look at their Smash World Tour sets and their uh, same final set, I think Pipsqueak would be definitely favored there. Yeah, Sad... talked a lot about that in depth as well, like um, Pipsqueak against Fox. When he talks about how he does versus Ice, and do you watch that video where he does like a long talk with um, Sora or Josh Man? No, but I I've talked Australia. to Pipsqueak in person about the Fox Zero, and I know how confident he is. I've also seen yeah. how good he is. I mean, he farmed Ice for a long time, and he's farmed Prof for a long time now. It's uh, yeah. he's looking like the the Fox to that Leffen should be worried about the the, the one <laughs> yeah. that Leffen should be the most worried about for sure. Yeah, it would be sick if he put a dent in Leffen. But yeah, if you if anyone wants to hear about that more in depth, then he has that video on his channel where he speaks a story, but goes in depth a lot about that. But yeah, um, aside from that, I don't know. Is there anyone else who had like? I guess Luan went game five with Kinzo, but Luan he didn't manage to, manage to close it out. Luan oh. definitely had a good on net play, but very new run, where he like, yeah. <laughs> it yeah. felt like a what if situation, where uh, I feel like Luan is definitely, he got good so fast, but that also means his like, major mentality is, is going to be a little bit weaker than like the the more seasoned players mm -hmm. um but he did fine L losing to raul and kinzo i mean we can blame him that's a that's a two very good uh very good players to lose to and i can yeah. see myself losing that path as well um but one player i should note by the way now we're gonna roll back the tape from something I talked about. The the practice the practice with oh, Renzo yes. where I told all of those tips to Fountainel about how to beat Renzo and then go back to the bracket, Fountainel takes out Renzo. Three one, like very dominant three one. After having mm -hmm. lost so many times. Um so having his basically his demon in Renzo and being able to overcome him was really cool to see. I was really happy for Fout's sake. Um, super unfortunate for Renzo though because he falls down to losers bracket, has to play PT or Pete as he's now called, another Dutch player. Yeah, he, he wins versus Pete. Yeah, he had to play versus Skullbro <laughs> and lost versus Skullbro. So he lost basically. He ba he basically played at a. Um, at a Dutch tournament, <laughs> Dutch weekly loss. Yeah, I guess his bracket was pretty much like yeah, it was really Dutch. Yeah, and um, Fal I guess Slim Shady was the only person yeah. he played in bracket who wasn't. Actually, no, it probably is like his winners round one. He didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 early matches were definitely non-Dutch, but yeah. After that, Faltenel definitely uh, had a little bit of a difficult bracket despite beating. Who would who is basically his in region demon? He had the prof into Ricks because Ricks got upset. Super tough for Fout, but nonetheless, proud of him for that win by itself. Um, other notable runs, I mean, I guess Tommy N, as I mentioned previously, beating Verdant and Baxon. I mean, huge dubs, very up and coming puff player. I think he's gonna be good fast. Um, so yeah. It's a, a good run. Yeah, cool. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing more we can really talk about. We sort of expended all right. 
Yeah, check, man. I think the most important uh, parts I've talked about, it was amazing getting to meet everyone at HFLAN. I was so happy. It was a great tournament in general. I talked about a few of its flaws, but it was a lot of, uh, a lot, lot more positives. I mentioned yeah. the great playing area. The streams were both great. I loved the mainstream setup. Um, especially, I sat at the, the what it's what what's it called, like a, the, the seating. That was basically like a oh, like the sort of like um, theater seating, right? Yeah, like a theater. Yeah, exactly. That's the word. So I I sat. I was very comfortable sitting there. I sat there with the together with Sleepy Max a few times. Yeah, a lot of fun. Seen some pictures. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, also, they had free hot dogs, uh, which was oh, great. Yeah. I remember and yeah. if you bought like a, a mug, which I have, by the way. Oh, for real? Uh, oh yeah, the Island themed cup. Yeah. If you bought if you bought this one, you got free drinks for or like a free soda oh, nice. slash water slash juice for the entire weekend that they just, like, nice. put there. So I, okay. I I used and abused that for sure. <laughs> It was it was great, but yeah, shout out to the fucking tournament organizers, Paris Smash Gang and the French Melee and Ridley mm. and Kafka and you know, the whole gang it was a perfect. All the volunteers and, and everything. Smash. Right. Shout out to Phoenix yeah, Smash, the best. Jason Megan. Yeah, the best streaming. Uh, yeah, all e the e stream UK. Yeah, let's go. To be honest. What's Lieberman doing all these? I haven't heard a lot from Lieber. I've only been hearing Phoenix Smash and Chase and Megan. Yeah, who knows? Maybe he's been think, stuck in Germany. I, I think but, yeah. um, I think we'll just have to wait and see. That's what we see, of course. Regardless, but, I um, think that's about it for HF Land. This has been <laughs> two hours and 40 minutes of HF Land, but I mean, it's a, it's a lot of content, so. Yeah, a lot of things to talk about. The most. Well, I don't know. Yeah, go on, go on. Most of it being my bracket run, by the way. <laughs> but you know, that's a, that's that's value too. That's content too. So. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Um. Uh, I guess where do you want to go to next? We could just talk about. We could just run through a lot of the mini UK stuff that happened. Yeah. I mean, there are a few things. Number one, there are a lot of anniversaries. So. DJ PJ, he tweeted about this. There was LLL 200, but at the same time, there was also um, the 100th Oxford Weekly, as well as like the 100th Berlin Weekly, I think, what as well. Fuck? So, yeah. yeah, it's really all in the same week. So, you know, a lot of anniversaries happening across Europe. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so um, in, in at Quartered, which was like the latest, um, bigger UK tournament, traditionally, mm. as I was saying mm. in the beginning of the podcast, uh, UK monthly, but became a sort of um, attract a lot of talent because there's barely any tournaments around for anyone to play at. Um, prof, prof won pretty convincingly. Little Chief um, had a good run, a very good run. Yeah, Little Chief run, Little Chief's run was sort of standout. I think Max was going secondaries, um, and Bomboni he really showed his sort of dominance by getting second, um, beating Mordo Kidder. Um, second place yeah um but by the way yeah little chief had an absolute dream run i think it was the first person i heard to beat um gg from the north so no, little chief and gg are both northern players i think um, that's i think a, they're both in the northwest as well 
Uh, yeah. What were you uh, gonna say, Sean? Sorry. I think that's a little bit of a meme stat or something. It's like the not the northern <laughs> player who not online, and it's like not one another person, and it's like Wait, was it not online. I thought I thought they I thought, there's I thought, something um, like that. I'm sorry to Gigi if I'm misinterpreting it, but I no, remember I thinking think, that's think, a little um, silly. I don't think um, Gigi's lost to a northern person online shop, which is sort of like I feel like the north. They are sort of. It might sound like a mean shot, but it is sort of like a legit thing because they are sort of like their own community. Like that, uh, it would be sort of something similar to saying like um, losing to an NBA player. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well, I mean, I was gonna try and do a UK comparison, but well, Prof is so far ahead in London. Yeah. And, um, Frenzy is so far ahead in the like southwest, so yeah. it's really hard to say and. Anyway. But yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much that from the same region. Um, they're both from the northwest as well. Chief from Liverpool and um, Gigi from Manchester, or at least used to be. They used they've moved down to Reading now, I think. But yeah, the first person to beat Gigi from the north since Stranger SA in two thousand and eighteen, I think. Jesus. Was something like this. So Gigi had a long streak on the north and was pretty much number one north player for a long time. They even had like their own regional PR, and I don't think. Uh, Gigi was ranked below first on that for a while, even though they were sort of challenged by Gymshark a bit. But Gymshark's sort of missing in action currently. And then left Liverpool, he's moved back to Bristol, which is where he came from. So, yeah, Lord Chief loses round one, beating Gigi. Game five, another game five set versus Zeppel. Another game five set versus 23, being all of them before paying, before being snuffed out by Mordo in another game five set. I reversed so, three yeah, too. crazy. Yeah, was it reverse three? It was. It was. I'm one hundred percent sure. Mordo reverse three out. Fair enough. Yeah, that's it. Little chief went. Little chief went uh, fod two times. Another notable mm. thing about. Oh yeah, I remember this. The 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 GG set was that GG actually got first in their pool. GG beat Bomboni and beat Zeppel. Uh, oh, Zeppel yeah. beating Bomboni, so Bomboni got third seed in his pool. GG got first yeah, seed, Zeppel got second, and then Bomboni goes on to win the tournament, and GG gets uh, ninth. Uh, yeah, I missed this detail. Losing, it's actually good that you pointed out. Yeah, losing to Mordo and Little Chief, though. So that's actually pretty wild that Bomboni ended yeah, up winning I the remember. tournament. <laughs> or not, not winning, the... uh, get, getting second. Basically, yeah, winning yeah. when you consider that Prof is unbeatable. Yeah, promise um, is basically when I get second to Pipsqueak at a weekly. I basically won, in yeah. my opinion. You know, no, 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 it makes sense. But what was I saying? I I remember watching because Gigi Bomboni was on stream, but I didn't realize that Zeppel also won against Bomboni. So that's yeah. a really good win for him. Yeah. Like he's sort of, and again being kidder and losers as well is sort of like, you know, he's one of those um. You know, he's been doing his coaching. He was pretty solid before, like, online. Um, but he's been doing his coaching, and he's sort of, like... He's one of those really into-improvement players, you know? Yeah. That the UK has. You might not have heard about, because a lot of, you know, there are the younger I've players that sort of, like... Thing. Yeah. I mean, more so, like, around Europe. Like, people hear about, oh, um, Max and or Kingu, and to a lesser extent, Jamie as well, right? And I guess Luan after... HF land, but someone who might fly on the radar is Zeppelin. Zeppelin's really been trying a lot 
recently. Although I definitely, and Screecher, of course, is in chat right now. But yeah. I, I definitely think Zeppola is below that tier of player, though. I think Zeppola yeah. is like uh, when you look at like the Mordo twenty three, um, that kind of range. He's still, he's still, he's still below them. I think pretty solidly. I'd say it's um, close, I think... at least. Like them. I like would they say aren't so like I like Zeppel has been Mordo, and uh, I'm, I'm... no, he's definitely beaten them. But Mordo and Twenty Three are the type of people who would, you know, challenge for a UK, uh, sorry, for a London weekly win, right? That's fair. The LLL okay, that's winner, fair. The LLL fair. winning tip. But Zeppel, I think he came close once to winning one over Tankard shoes, maybe. But I don't think he's ever won uh, Long Live London. That's and I don't fair. think you would really expect that from him. I think that would be quite a breakout result for him. I just, so, uh, in my head, I group all the all of those players as like yeah, if I would play against them, if I if I would play against them, I consider them all like the same difficulty essentially, which is I not a knock to any of them. It's just really, uh, have you played twenty three uh, shot? I've only played against Mordo out of all of those players. Uh, okay, fair the Mordo, enough. the Mordo set was um, actually two years ago. Three years almost. So interesting. And I did win, <laughs> by the way. Let's go sharp. Uh, Fair enough. Wait, what was what was this at? Was this offline? Yeah, at Valhalla Valhalla two in losing yeah, brackets. Yeah. Valhalla just been pure evil who beat Humpe at that event. So I was like, damn. Svalkus must be Fair good. Enough, and then uh, Yeah. I think um he used to consider himself quite good against Peach back then as well. I can't He's had like this, I think we mentioned it before, he has like this 23 and 0, 26 and 0, something like this record versus Silas. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I think I think Silas has taken like two or three sets or something like this. But so, it, it's definitely a trend yeah. of uh, UK players considering themselves peach layers and then getting <laughs> absolutely <laughs> brutalized by a good peach. Wait, who else? Who else? Who else? Like every Marth. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. If you've no, ever seen like... me versus the UK Mars, it's not pretty. Uh, yeah. Not 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 to knock them, but it's like I that's just like the general trend I see with UK it players thinking like that they're like fun. really good versus Peach. When in reality they're beating Yuo and Silas, which are good players, but they're definitely below like the Falp, Noxa, think... Me tier, Lore Street. I and... think for one at least, for, for one, a lot of the people that consider themselves Mars players are sort of like Mimia players. So like people like Tanky and Aiken, like Aiken yeah. for the longest time, he said he said Marth Peach was like a hundred zero matchup. There's no way and he's going to lose it. Cross, but... Oh yeah, he did. He did lose <laughs> like, Daisy actually in a money match. Yeah, he's Daisy. But I think um to be fair, I think they. I don't know what he's done. He also lost to Whittle, I remember, but he I think Tanky at least. Yeah, I think Tanky he at least has a lost a win, a couple lost a wins maybe. I wouldn't be surprised was, if it was this. That was GameCube controller lost it doesn't count. Wait, what's this? GameCube controller. <laughs> doesn't count. Yeah, I guess. Everyone lost it looks like a bit of a monster. But yeah, no, I think um I think um yeah, when it comes to Mordo at least N twenty three, they're definitely a tier above Zeppel, so that's, that's, that's he's fair. sort of like moving his way up now. And any other runs I'm seeing Western 3 owing Tanker Shoes which is sort of nuts when you can I remember <laughs> I remember watching Tanker Shoes like really going on Western not too long ago yeah um, and can, can we talk about the the, the Fisher 
Oh, this guy. Yeah. He sort of like busted out. I, he was playing his secondaries though, right? Yeah. The whole thing. Um, so um, Max, aka Frank the Fisher, once again, coming back from his top eight performance at HFLAN, decides <laughs> well, to contract. get fucking wasted before the tournament. I think him and GG were, were doing some, some shady drinking. Or I don't know if they did it together. But they were they were supposed to team and they did not team. Um, that, that was actually because Gigi just didn't show up on time. Yeah, Gigi. But um, um, but yeah, Max was at least Max was really really hungover. He had his glasses on, and he lost a kidder with Fox and Pools in one of the worst sets I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> kidder ma pummeled him like five times, and Max just refused to match. It was the worst. I hated it, um, but Kidder won that 2-1 in pulls, but Max won every other set in pulls. Uh, Max proceeded to beat Lil Chief, I'm not sure what Max played, it, either Marth or Fox. I think he was playing secondaries as well. Yeah, he was yeah. playing secondaries, but it was... Um, I remember Lil Chief, I was messaging Lil Chief throughout that tournament to give him like this moral support because you remember when he went to losers versus um max's secondaries he was not very happy no yeah all. i wrote to him and i wrote thought... it i wrote to i wrote to him as well um, yeah he was definitely he was, sort of like... he was definitely the very i suck mood you know yeah he was like he seemed mentally completely out of it and like you would have never expected him to turn it around so mm -hmm. i feel like he at least definitely learned a lesson about you know staying in it mentally yeah. So, anyway, that was really a big reverse of him. But yeah, uh, after that, Max actually had a decently close set with Prof with the Marth, but I'm doubting the fact that Marth that, that Prof took it seriously. Uh, oh yeah, it Prof, was a three zero. Prof was like, I remember, I remember some really close games. Game you know? Game One was extremely extremely close. Like Prof was at like yeah. one twenty percent last stock. Um, but then I remember Max proceeds to lose to Weston for ninth place, which. I mean, the thing is, Max can do well with his secondaries, but he was not in the the state of mind. I said, I I remember that I wrote that I still I thought that Max secondaries, even after losing to Prof, I was like, I still think Max can get second at this tournament, and then he proceeds to get ninth immediately. Ninth, well, which reality snaps in, but yeah. Tenquid uh, shoes and Silas had a good set too. Oh yeah, they had that very close sort of reversed it on him. Yeah, wait, was that in pool? Did they play in pools as well? Oh no, yeah, I think they, they did play a pool set. Then they, they... they yeah, they played in pools. It was two one, really close, and then they played in bracket in losers immediately, and yeah. then it was three two. Yeah, um, so really close sets in general. Yeah, I think the, I think the pools one was the one that was streamed actually, so I was mistaken on that. Yeah, I mean, I guess both of them must have been close, but I'm not sure if. Tinker turned it around the Silas because it was really close in the like Tinker Choose basically made the comeback on Silas in that set yeah. so yeah it was exciting to watch at least you can find those pods on Phoenix Smash which I, along with the H along with the main stage ones of HF land but yeah aside from that I don't think there's too many things Kidder going game 5 with Bomboni is interesting yeah um but yeah I don't know. Oh my god, Prof mm, looking won? Looking at the bracket right now. <laughs> Whoa, what? Never heard about that happening. 
god. So crazy. That's oh, insane. Oh, yeah, we, we spoke about the... The kid, uh... The kid, uh, what's it called? The kid, uh, max it. Yeah. I think, um, in general, it's quite unforgiving. The pools are four pools, so... I remember no pressure. He went really close with Weston. Because only top three make it out. Then the pools were a bit stacked, so he yeah. didn't make it into... Uh, the final bracket, UO didn't make it into the final bracket, I don't think, either. Ooh, that's if I'm rough. not mistaken. That's rough. So, yeah. Shayla as well. So, yeah. It's only four pools, so it's sort of rough in that regard. But, yeah, that's just a little UK inside baseball sort of look at it. Um, yeah, we're, we're, so, yeah. We're, we can move on to... Do you want to look at... We sure. might as well just have short a up short up Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, by the way, we're... Do you look We're... at the pools, or do you just want to look at bracket shot? We can we can look at the pools. We don't need to look at the bracket. I feel. Um, oh, for real? We're actually okay. we're actually close to the three hour mark, which is oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. I think we should. Uh, we can skip uh, end through it this. I guess after this, yeah, we we we'll skim it a little bit quickly. But this is basically what you have to look forward to on Sunday. Um, Sunday, yeah. Should be a Phoenix Smash stream for it as well. It's a pretty so it's a forty nine attendee tournament. So it's pretty it's pretty big. It's like um yeah like considering it's a post or like it's a quarantine or like a COVID life right now. So mm -hmm. considerable. We got Omicron tournament. knocking about. So we'll see what that does. <sighs> we'll see if Omicron kills our tournament scene again. But we'll see. <laughs> As it... Apparently, if you're saying it's not that bad compared to Delta or whatever, so we'll yeah, see what happens. But it's, but... Ne it's never good to take those things at face value. You'll have, to, you'll have to be careful regardless, and anything, everything yeah. can shut down in, in any second, basically. Yeah, um, we've been wearing our masks here now a lot more, so that's, that's good. normally I, a first time. I wear my mask thing... to locals. You, everyone should yeah. wear their mask to locals. Definitely. Opinion. I think people probably wearing it short there, but we'll see what happens. Either Any... way, um, first pool, Let's Frenzy wait, is winning wait, that pool. Wait, wait. Oh, it, it, it's going to be too long if we talk about every pool. So I'll start I think off. We can, I think we can speed run them. Oh, you got something that you no, want to talk about in particular? Thought, I thought we just like both take like you, you pick two pools and I pick two pools and we talk about Ooh, okay. those. Everything else up in the air it's um, gotcha, gotcha. six pools so we'll at least get to talk about four of them so i'll start with saying picking one and we'll talk about that um so i guess we can start off with a pool that i thought looked fun which is pool b3 um which is gonna be i think the most interesting match here uh, in my eyes is um well, first of all, we have the G GG versus Bomboni rematch, which is going to be pretty fun. But I think How versus GG is an interesting match. I actually think How could win that for sure. Yeah. Like How has been inactive for quite a while, uh, but he recently like started showing up every now and then to locals. This is like the big first. I think this is the first regional he's attended, um, and uh, he's been GG before. He used to. I mean, he used to be the better player, right? How? Uh, he used to yeah. be like a pretty his high first, ranked in the UK. His first, um, his first post-pandemic uh, tournament at all, um, and yeah, he always used to completely farm GG. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, yeah, GG always sort of had a bit of a fox complex, um, 
and used to lose to No Pressure, who was sort of coached by Howe in that matchup a lot. Oh. So, yeah. GG actually had a losing streak to No Pressure, and I think they sort of reversed it at... I think they played recently. It might not have been... Um, maybe it was... Maybe it was actually quartered. I don't think it was. I don't think they were in the same pool. But either way, it was um, recently where they first won over No Pressure for the first time in a while. I think first time ever, actually. Yeah. So yeah, it would be interesting to see how how's if how's like sort of uh, still got it rusted a lot or yeah if he's still got it so I sort of see what happens but yeah I sort of agree that how could definitely take that I do know that how did lose to UO but that was like back was this when, in a one of the Netflix first weekly? no there was an offline tournament I think it was like one of, one of the oh, first okay. when like he started returning. But he's definitely. I wouldn't be surprised if he's like unrusting, uh, and like he could. I could see how winning this pool, but he'd have to play really well. And Bomboni has mm. been on a hot streak. I mean the the quartered performance, and like he, I think the Bomboni matches at, um, at HF Land when he like he beat Silo in a game five and he like did well overall. Um, I think Bomboni is the. Bomboni could get third and he can win this pool. Uh, to be honest, I'd be surprised. I'd be quite surprised if Bomboni dropped the set to Tao, but I believe I believe maybe because Tai's also been doing quite re- well versus Bomboni at the Brighton Weeklies, maybe I could see it from that angle. Yeah. But yeah, it would be interesting to see what happens. Um Do you have another pool you you're interested about? Um You can pick one uh, now so we can do a little I feel like it might be the one that you're probably interested in. Cause no, no, no. I'll another pick another one if it's... I'm pretty flexible. Cool. So the one I was interested in was the Mordo Lil Chief No Pressure Naproxen yeah. pool. So that's um, like a spacey moth pool. Um, ultimately, all of them will probably make it out because it is top four make it out. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming it will be quite a monster for bracket from these six pools. But um, yeah, so Lil Chief has been doing... Like I, like we were talking about earlier, really well, especially versus Spaces. Went yep. to game five versus Mordo, and is probably looking to like probably get that win on the board. But then again, the Proxin has to play Lil Chief in the Martito. Lil Chief looking much stronger in that matchup compared to the Proxin who lost to Swish at Myth. But um, I'd say he definitely feels like he has a chance. No yep. pressure as well. I think is a dark horse in that pool. He could. Yeah, there's an outside chance that he could even get first place. I'd say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's he's been struggling a bit versus um a lot of the higher end spaces like uh Western Twenty Three Mordo at the weeklies. So he's been able to sort of push forward and beat uh those higher tier London players like um Tankwood Shoes and Captain Nebula. So I would say that it's within his range, and I could say I, he's also been losing a lot to Lil Chief though. So. Could, um, it could be looking bleak for him when it comes to that matchup, but versus, versus Mordor, I think he could take it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's a good pull for Lil Chief. Lil Chief and Approxim have surprisingly faced off a ton of times. They played in France yeah. too, and they played, in yeah, a... <laughs> you know, about their history as well. They played like a series of pride matches, or not pride matches. I feel like I sort of like to trademark pride matches, I feel like. <laughs> but. Um, no, it's sort of like they had a few money matches that were sort of big deals in the northern scene 
like when they were both really small kids. So I, I mean, I say really small kids, but yeah, like, I know. What maybe you mean. this was about three or four years ago, you know? Yeah, so that would have been quite young. I think uh, so, Little Chief is very favored versus Naproxen. One hundred percent, I would pre- say so pretty, as well. Pretty, pretty favored versus No Pressure, and. I think Mortal's favorite... him. I think he's not really afraid at all of no pressure, and he's beaten him yeah. like two or three times in, in the last times that they've played. And obviously, he's taken the win over twenty three as well. So yeah. he's probably. I think he's said he was feeling like Fox is probably his strongest matchup. He said he was beating Growl and friendlies as well. He yeah. was taking friendlies. Friendlies don't mean anything. Friendlies don't, don't mean anything. I remember he was really happy because he got a three stock on Raul in friendlies on stream. Like at the Paris Weekly after HF Land. So, so he was really happy with I'm sorry, that's I really know. stupid. I think you can take your no, wins and be happy no, about them. No, if you win but, a if you win a friendly versus fucking Mango, sure. Brag about that. That's okay. Bragging uh, about he wasn't bragging, versus... he wasn't bragging openly. Like, he, he was, was bragging. Just, was that's a brag. If you if you Fair know enough. that Lil Chief took a one of three stock versus Roll in a friendly, then that's a brag. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. Anyway, but yeah, I think Little Chief has a chance of winning this pool. I think Mordo has the best chance. I do think that Little Chief is going to be hungry to get the rematch win on Mordo though. One hundred percent. Yeah, but I think best of three set as well. So and Mordo has been known to lose best of three sets to like almost anyone. Yeah, like, Mordo is so... very upsettable. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I think we can move on. And he gets really upset when it happens, but that's a different story. <laughs> Um, I guess not angry, like just sad thing. But yeah, I I guess the pool that I will look at just for um, fan requests, I will look at UO's pool. Um, it's not oh. the most interesting pool. We do have, funnily enough, a player called Jamie, but it's not the Jamie, not the Puff Jamie. Um, actually, um, it's interesting because Libbers is there. Do you know about Libbers, shop? Kind of a little bit. I've definitely he notably, he notably got second at the UK Arcadian in 2018. The UK Arcadians are nuts. Like they end up always being like some of the biggest tournaments of the year. Yeah, I think one waves. UK Arcadian. There was new waves, but there was also a series called Best of the Rest, which was the first Arcadian series. So he got second at Best of the Rest 2018. I think some new waves actually were like some of the biggest European tournaments of the year when they happened but yeah it was a hundred man bracket he came second he played versus, he played his Sheik versus Mordo in Grands because he hated the Fox Sheik matchup I mean the, the Fox Falcon matchup he's a Fox main traditionally but yeah because he's a Welsh player he's used to completely dominate UO and just you know sweep the floor with him every single time they played yeah. but obviously UO has had this massive glow up since then so True. he's uh, seated above him, favored in that matchup, um, but um, it'll be interesting to see what Libby still has. So. Prof is not gonna lose any of the sets. One hundred percent. Yeah. There's like a one in one million that he loses. Okay, that's yeah. maybe a little that's bit. That's pretty. Weird. That's pretty tiny. But yeah. one in, I'd say like one in ten thousand. No, wait, Weston's pretty. I think good. you can find any odds. No, uh, yeah, uh, I guess. If 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 Weston did lose to did he lose to that one time at Awakening? Do you remember? If if Weston it was and... like a random German Falco that he lost to in pools. So maybe if Weston and Prof play a thousand sets, I think Weston takes one. I think Weston takes really one and one. 
what 1000 sets these are independent sets right Th these are like let's imagine that every time they like play a new one it resets yeah they wipe their yeah. memories off and the last their one. energy <laughs> yeah um i think but uh, i think well maybe Prof five will win. i think you can get second western i think western will get second i think western's really good yeah um, yeah 100 percent he's really in form no as well yeah libbers to be honest libbers probably loses probably gets fourth yeah. um but um yeah i think um if sort of the storyline there is that um libbers and newer used to play all the time and libbers used to wipe the floor with him and libbers is actually like a borderline pr player he never really got there but he was definitely one of those people that was aiming for that uo is probably around pr you know right now so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah um uh but, but yeah, yeah you pick is it my turn you get the honors now? of picking the last pool we talk about the final pool you look at yeah. oh my god what are we going to, what are we going to talk about um is there anything that interesting to talk about yeah i suppose the most notable one is probably the squeeze i made pool right let's look at that but one. um yeah fair enough let's look at that um, um wills so squeeze player commit. i've seen i've seen the name before isn't he like an ultimate slash smash 4 player uh yeah wills is actually one of the most old school people in uk like full stop so he's been playing since like maybe 10 over 10 years now that's crazy. um and he's he was playing falcon in melee he was playing falcon in brawl he was playing falcon in i, don't, I think he actually switched to cloud in smash 4 <laughs> so um and then i don't know if he's playing an ultimate nowadays i think steve maybe <laughs> i think he was really excited when steve was announced um but yeah he became like the premier sort of or one of the premier ultimate to's so he ran regen which was one of the big eu tournaments um for ultimate or at least uk based eu tournaments he's gonna run a really big tournament called invasion which got cancelled because of um coronavirus yeah um what other stuff i think he helped out with air a bit he was on the fate team as well so he's like the one of the big brains when it comes to european to and i would say um or at least He's built up a lot of experience, and in the UK, he's probably like the most experienced TO that's come out of Melo, um, which who is still active. Um, um, but yeah, if you look at just probably Melo, maybe point out like Omid or Chase. But um, yeah, in this in this pool though, I think he's probably relatively upsettable. Um, Coral below him probably has a decent shot. Yeah, but he's come back and done some things. I think Scootry might correct me, but. He went to some um, Warwick tournaments. So Warwick is in the West Midlands, um, which is where Screecher is also from. So they might have played there. I think Screecher would have undoubtedly won those sets. Um, and in the head-to-head -head between Screecher and Okamid, I think they played. They played at Nang. And I think Screecher won that. I might be wrong. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, Screecher I think is... Screecher won that I, I can imagine Squeechy being good. Like he's very good at the floaty matchups. Like the or Pikachu isn't a floaty, but like the kind of the non-fast fall matchups. I would guess. Yeah. Or like uh, you would call it like he's really good at versus Marth. He's really good versus Peach. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's like good versus Pikachu and like 
the little the, the Samus's and strange like mm-hmm. matchups like Yoshi and stuff like that, because he's really yeah. he's re- he's a really fundamentally strong player, and I'm glad Squeechu got a first seed this time. <laughs> Definitely, long time coming. I think that the UK players underestimated Squeechu. Uh, famously on a previous episode of the Swarm, the the Sharp Engine podcast, uh, Squeechu was vastly underrated. Um, I caught a few people. Who was it? Tanky and Max are sort of underrating yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's one of those things where Squeechu rarely had the opportunity to travel, despite the fact that he's been all, around for a long time. But because real he was ones just knew. so young. Yeah. What's real that? One, sorry. Real ones knew. Real ones did know, especially, especially looking at him online. Yeah, yeah. real ones knew. But um, yeah, it's sort of um, uh, he's really establishing himself as solidly. They're really like around top fifteen in UK, if not higher. So, yeah, it's uh, interesting to see how he'll do and put his mark on the rest of the bracket, because I don't think he's had the opportunity to play against, apart from Nang, like um, a more diverse set of players beyond like the big london heavy hitters so yeah. we'll see how he sort of how that sort of pans out for him he's got tony bomboni in his bracket path so Looking yeah it'll be to interesting to see how that goes yeah uh, so um a lot of crazy things might happen ultimately we're looking for another prof frenzy grand finals we can see who ends up adding the win to their tally because that's becoming quite important when it comes to the final pr placing which is all up for grabs you know still true true after the really dominant myth so it's yeah it's becoming a title race in that way so it's going to be interesting to see who wins this one it's sort of sick isn't it when you have these things where you have these like at every level of competition in your scene which is how it feels like in the uk there's competition there's like solid competition and you have no idea what's going to happen when yeah. you tune in at the next tournament and you can see something exciting happen no, yeah. so it's really going to be exciting to see what happens on sunday i feel like the uk is probably the most try hard um eu melee scene right now so it's like i know exactly what you mean it feels like a lot of people are just like getting better and just like there's a lot of rivalries a lot of people like on the come up so it's really cool to see it's uh, a yeah. little bit different in sweden we have a few really hard grinders me and yeah. squeak and meaty notably as well as like abby arv and a few others but um yeah like the uk culture has like a fucking sea of players who could just potentially be yeah. amazing it seems um, like this because we just we just get randomly blessed with these things like that used to never be the case in the uk before you know yeah. before like really recently uk was just sort of one of these sleep sleeping regions that didn't really produce a lot of solid talent beyond prof um va and fuzzy for like 10 years and they never got touched for all of that time you know mm-hmm. then mint starts popping up a few years later you have frenzy sechi you know and then now we have the next wave with max kingu and uh you know a lot of other players tino below them Bomboni. so tino of course Bomboni. Bomboni not all the way up there but he's sort of proving he's himself getting, now you know he's gonna get there he's gonna yeah it's saw now he we sort of stole from greece you know um but yeah it's really interesting to see what's about to happen yeah um it's... and we are sort of lucky uk i think because yeah as i'm saying we never used to be like this so we're in a really really good position i'd say now yeah i'm hesitant to say the most grinding region because um One that's ultimately yeah um, i like people might be trying their 
most to i don't know do whatever in their life so i don't know yeah but yeah i, I think you're definitely right in that in your summation there shop so yeah yeah but, it's really uh, gonna be really exciting to see what happens is there anything else no i don't know i, I was Are gonna you, say you that to we have to kind of wrap it up here it's yeah fair enough 3 a.m where i am so i'm pretty tired yeah but yeah. uh it's been a long episode but that's i mean we're i think every episode we've had has been long it's just this is probably the longest one uh thank you everyone for sticking by i know the chat isn't as popping we do have you well. uh yeah but like i just stayed around here a lot of people went to bed but we did have quite a few people listening in earlier so that's a uh, very Indeed. very much appreciated and we're uh, we're planning on doing one more episode at least until the year ends uh, so look forward to that but otherwise uh, I guess just check out Short Up Pair on Sunday and uh, uh, just to end it off I'm gonna shout out my social media it's down here whoop there at Sharp SSBM and we have at J Mooncake for uh, Swarm Engine, so you can check yeah, him out. Too. I did a, I did a, I did a meme TikTok. You can look out for. You can yeah, check out. it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, so check did, it, did, out. It, did it? Did it? Surprise you, Sean? Did it? <laughs> it's it surprised me a little bit. I okay, fair enough. It's uh, it's very funny, but thank you. Regardless, thank you. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for. I mean, if you tuned in for one second, we appreciate that regardless. And uh, Sharp and Swarm Engine, we're going to be signing off. Goodbye, everyone. Good night. See you guys in a bit. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe Bye. to Hungrybox. Follow on Spotify. Follow on Spotify. That too. Subscribe to the RSS feed if you want to. We'll get the podcast whatever way you want. Maybe Apple Podcasts one day. But yeah, bye. 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 Bye.